very fucking unprofessional. We may not know which way to go on this dark road. Most of the dark roads. Unprofessional as fuck podcast. Session 10. Breakthrough. One of these lives, I'ma make these right with the wrongs I done. That's one of you not with the father, son, till then I fight. Rain on me, put the blame on me. Got guilt, got hurt, got shame on me. Got six magazines that's aimed at me. Done every magazine was fame to me. It's a game to me with a bedroom at. Sleep, I ain't never had a fast with that. What's fair when the hearts and the words don't reach? What's fair when the money don't take these back? It's rare when somebody take your dreams back. I care too much, wanna share too much. In my head too much, I shut down too. I ain't there too much. I'm a complex soul, they layer me up, then broke me down. Immorality's dust, I lack trust this time around i trust myself please everybody else but myself all else fails i was myself out done fear out done myself this year you better win yourself mass on the babies mass on the hot wear mass in the neighborhood stores you shot but a mask won't hide who you are inside look around the realities carved in lies wipe my ego dodge my pride look myself in the mirror amity feel ain't seen that scarier i fought like a pit bull terrier blood i share could fill up aquariums tell all my angels carry them Every emotion been deprived Even my strong points couldn't survive If I didn't learn to love myself Forgive myself a hundred times down I love when you count me out 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 Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up How you gonna wear my shorts when the lights run deep? How you gonna bend your love when the bed don't sleep? Deep beat, crash up, feelings in the middle of the street Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up Ready my guy? I'm so ready man This is without a shadow of a doubt Deep talking to town, what your town is talking about Unprofessional as fuck with your host Ruck, episode 223 Ain't nobody but the and once again, the brother Pete is in the building What's going on? I love when you call me up Know what that means Cooking Hell yeah First, uh, first dose of the new year, man. Happy 2024, brother. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. I'm super excited for 2024. See what's new and exciting. Definitely, definitely. So what's up? Uh, how was your New Year's, man? Just a it, quick recap. It was good, man. I mean, it started off super slow. You know, like, morning came through. You kind of just get up, don't know what to do. Yeah. And then noon hits, and it's like, what do you mean we got to be somewhere now? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I, I was all wrapped up in the, in the football games. It was the championship of our fantasy football. Ooh. So I was watching. I'm, I'm battling for first place, and okay. I'm just watching everything. And the whole night before, I'm debating lineups. And, I mean, yep. to the average person who doesn't fucking play the game, they're probably like, what the hell is he talking about? But, I mean. Strategizing, man. Man, a culmination of, of yep. 16 weeks, you know what I mean? Exactly. All down to one day, and then you just look at it and got second place. My buddy beat me out, you know what I mean? <sighs> took first place, and I was like, son of a bitch, but. Um, you went for the Raiders game. That's why, huh? man. I don't I, personally. I don't have any Raiders on my team. Okay, okay. no better, right? This I actually picked up their defense, and I was debating between them and another one. Yeah, Raiders defense ended up getting one point, so I'm like, I'm glad I didn't go with them. But just uh, fell short a little bit of, of what it was supposed to be. So you know, I had to balance myself back up morale wise. Yeah, she's like, why are you, you know. You won Like you know what I mean There's fucking 12 people In this thing and, and only three of them Are getting paid Like you're one of them I was like yeah But I was so close You yeah. know what I mean I kept taking the whole thing Swept the leg Yeah You know what I mean <laughs> 
so yeah, I had to had to bounce back from that. But overall, you know, it was cool. Had the kids, uh, had the kids over. You know, just how they tell told them to bring their people over. Okay, to make sure everybody was safe and sound. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. And um, kind of just dedicated it towards them. So it was cool. We chilled, just ate some uh, pizza, watched some, you know, played some music, played some games, brought the taboo game back out. Ooh, you know so I, mean? I played that. Uh, the lyrically correct. Oh no, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Is it? Yeah, because they're throwing out like Tyree songs, like all kinds of shit. Oh, they're so. gonna screw me over there. Oh yeah. Yeah. If yeah. it ain't like Sweet Lady or some shit, I'm gonna be in trouble. It was like, uh, what was that? Um, Three Little Women. Uh, oh, three OW. Yeah. I, okay. So they threw some of that stuff in there. If it's the one with Kanye, I got it. But if it's not, then I'm out of there. Yeah, there was a couple where I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and just, caught you off guard? Definitely. I just had to sit there. I was sitting there singing. I was like, I don't know this part. And then they say the word. I'm like, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> or no. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, that doesn't sound. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, man. All <laughs> it's right. It's going to be good. So I have to bring it over. Yeah. Hopefully this weekend we can do something cool. Let's, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Definitely. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I got to start finding some other games too, man. I've been looking and, you know, you never really know what you're going to get. Like, yeah. it's, it's one thing to look at Amazon and be like, oh, this looks like it's cool. And then you might see uh, like a brief trailer or something on, like, like IG did for Lyrically Correct. Yeah. But you don't get that for every game. No. So I'm sitting there reading descriptions and, and my wife will be 100% down if the game's there. You open it up, she'll grab it. Start, you know, yeah, reading real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah she grabbed the instructions. All right, guys, this is what we're going to do. But I'm out here reading her the descriptions. Like, no, that doesn't sound good. I'm like, you killed my whole dream <laughs> yeah, and shit. I was like, this sounds Pop cool that me. bubble as it flies by. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, you have any suggestions? No. I'm like, all right. And that left, right, center game just breaks people's pockets. Bro, all right. That's, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. We were playing <laughs> with the kids, right? And first of all, we went and grabbed like a bunch of ones or whatever to play the game with them. Um, everybody just got a, big, a bunch of Christmas money, right? Yeah. All the money's been flowing in left and right for them. But it's like alligator arms, right? So when, when it was time to play the game, like, we don't, we're not trying to uh, install and still gambling in them. Yeah, exactly. But we instantly saw why, you know, probably shouldn't. My, my <laughs> son and his daughter and my son and his girlfriend were uh, playing with us. And, and you know, we, we played the game, bought them in. Yeah, okay. Right? So they're playing with house money. And then they lose a couple of times. Let's play again. I'm like, all right, right. So me and my wife win initially separately. She wins one, I win one, and then we were buying them back in. As soon as they win, they're like, all right, game over. I was like, oh, so we're doing, huh? Yeah. So I, can I get my cut? <laughs> I was like, bro, you were like twelve dollars in the hole. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was negative. walking off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why do you have fifty bucks? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I know my daughter did the same thing. We played that game, and I watched. And I was smart. I'm like, I'm sitting back. I'm not gonna play this. Yeah. And she literally swept the table. She oh, was down to her last couple bucks, and yeah. she just kept coming back, coming back. And next thing you know, she cleared the pot. They're like, hey, let's play another round. She's like, no, I'm good. Damn. <laughs> Left everyone broke. I was like, Man. okay, that's cool. Uh, that's always the worst. It, it, it's okay when it's the kids. You know, yeah. you kind of understand it. But when it's a grown-ass person, they're like, all right, I'm going to pack it up now. We're like, yeah. hold on, buddy. You know what I mean? You just lost, like. <laughs> Five games. We kept playing with your ass. You won one. Yeah, you exactly. Go. You owe me five dollars. Something. <laughs> Damn. At least some a snack for the ride home. Yeah. Stop at the gas station. <laughs> Something. Damn. I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's see, man. New Year's resolutions. Anything on the, on the board for you? I mean, yeah, it got a pretty big year this year. You know, we have a a, a big cruise planned in July. Nice. So you know, obviously, it's like. Oh, you know, I got to get fit. No, I just got to get healthy. Like, yeah, I got to get my liver ready for the, all those drinks. There right you go. Yeah. New, a different type of fit. You <laughs> yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Got to get make sure I know what I'm doing over there. And, um, but no, I mean, just just keeping the financial straight, putting some more money in the pocket. No doubt, that's always a big one. Um, 
you know, staying active, you know, just eating better in gym. I mean, everyone's going to say it this year, but yeah. I'm not going to be like, I wasn't the first one there today. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to wait until like February to go because, you know, oh, yeah. we have it convoluted as shit right now. And and people, all, everybody's just going to look and already assume, oh, this is that, you know, just New, Year's, New Year's resolution guy yeah, right two here. Two weeks and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just wait for three weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come popping back in. Like, no, nah, man, this is just my own choice. Seriously, I jump on the bike anyways. I'm not about to run or anything. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm good. I'm jump on the bike for 45 minutes. There you go. Lift a couple weights. There you go. And then I'm practicing something different, like failing and being okay with it. So if I try something new and I fail at it, I'm going to be all right with it because guess what? If I didn't do it, would have learned from something new or yeah. done something different. So that's kind of like a, a new outlook for me. I like that. I like that. Yeah. For me, man, it's less uh, less consumption of, of shit on screens, more outdoors. Yeah. Like get more sun on us. You know what I mean? Take the kids out. More um, more memories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go go take trips. Like that. Those are always my favorite conversations when it's like, oh, remember when we went here? Yeah. Or you know, th- that's what always starts the best of the memories, right? More so than oh, we uh, we got them this this toy or this material or whatever. You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah. A big ass mess in the house eventually. That they're not even messing with after a couple of months anyway. But yeah. Oh, I lost these pieces. No, dude. That's that's so clutch. That's yeah. that's such a good one to to call out to you because you think about it. You know. Even if you put the phone away or you have a couple pictures, nothing crazy. Like, you're not sitting there walking with, like, the oh, yeah. in front of your the face. Self, the selfie stick. And, yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, the, where's the Wi-Fi? Like, no. You know, you talk with all your boys from back in the day from school or whatnot. Even my sister, I'll, I'll get on the phone with her. Yeah. And we'll just laugh for, like, in a good hour straight. Remember this when you fell on the stairs? Remember yeah. when you did this? Exactly. And you're, like, thought you were Picasso and doing all your cool art and it looked like a dead horse. I was like, yeah, I remember that. Thanks for, <laughs> for bringing that back. <laughs> oh, yeah, rip that scab open. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, it's man. okay. The soul's coming away. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, want to get outdoors more. want to do more trips. want to... Uh, Want to get into individual hobbies and like different things with each of my kids on a, on a on a one on one level. Ooh, that's a good call. You know Very what I mean? Call. Like rather than you know just like just one on one time separately with yeah. everybody individually and and build on on those relationships and just find hobbies of our own that we yeah. could both get involved in and and just nurture and whatnot. But um, yeah, man. And then definitely the finances, like you're saying, that's that's definitely a big one too. Stop buying a bunch of shit. Yeah, and just put some money aside and. That, that will lead to the trips, right? It makes Agreed. it a lot easier to go on a trip when you're not constantly purchasing and, and consuming. Amazon trucks coming over every two minutes. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, they must have, I don't know. They, they either loved or hated this house. You know what I mean? That, they, my daughter went crazy on Amazon. Like, yep. I'm, I'm over like, what did I order? Nope, just got her name on it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. all right. So my little man comes up. He's like, Daddy, you got a package? I'm like, it's not for me. He goes, yeah. oh, when's put- yours coming? And I'm like, I don't know, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and then they never change the name either. I always have my name on it. Yeah. So I'm like, what did I get? And no, no. it's never, never for me. So I'm like, all right, cool. Appreciate that. Yeah, it is what it is, right, man. Um, watched a movie last night, man. I wanted to ask you if you've seen it. The ne- it? Netflix joint, uh, Leave the World Behind. Dude, you watched it? Yes. Okay. Well, okay, okay. Let me get. To, let me clarify. I watched the majority of it to the part where the 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 owner of the house came back to the house. And they stayed a couple nights. It's like where like the oldest son sees the daughter in in the pool area. And oh it's yeah, like, and that's going. that's kind of where I stopped. Oh, okay, but I will say so far this year has been the start of that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay, big earthquakes, Tesla doing the recall. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, here we go. And I'm telling you, like it's a trip. So for those who don't know what the movie's about, it's um, actually executive producer credits go to Michelle and Barack Obama, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is insane, especially with the like subject matter of the film, it's like all right. Talk what, about like 
insight tra- inside trading or something like that. Yeah, like, why are you trying to scare the shit out of us? Like, what's, yeah. what's going on here? But then, you know, Julia Roberts stars in the Ethan Hawke. Uh, I hope I don't butcher this name. Mashallah Ali, I believe yep. is his name, yep. right? Yep. Uh, Kevin Bacon. So it's got a lot of stars in it. You constantly, you know, it, it, it stopped provoking and it drew me in instantly. Not only that, but they have all these, like, Easter eggs everywhere. Like, the barcodes in the States and, yeah. like... The, the band on the shirt that, he's, that Ethan Hawke's wearing. Yep. The books that are out there. Like, all kinds of different things. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, people actually, like, sit there and, like, will stop it, pause it, and then look into it. And I'm like... Yep. That's awesome. And they... they I mean, everything seemed like it was placed there for a reason. Yeah. Like, they put a Starbucks cup down and, and like, focus on the cup. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know. But it's going to make every... Like, throughout the movie, everybody was yelling something out. Yeah. And usually I'm like, man, be quiet. We're watching the film, right? But everybody had something else. So, like, ooh, it was, like you said, Easter eggs. So, people were... Like, my daughter's yelling out, oh, this is what's going on in the world. So, it was dope to hear everybody's little perspectives yeah. on it. And and um, four parts, right? I don't know how, how deep you got into it, but we watched the whole thing. Like, usually, two hours and 21 minutes of focus for us as, as a group. That Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, right? Especially the, the age gaps and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I started it and just just everyone started coming home and I was like, you know, I gotta stop this guy. I want to pay actually pay attention. Oh yeah, it, it's it's good. Um, and I'm you know I'll wait for you to watch the complete thing before we, we you know talk about it further. But <laughs> definitely something that, uh, that I think is dope to to check out for the yeah, new year. I definitely have to watch it before the next episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, what's what's going on with with uh you know the end of the year? We're talking about those lists. Keith Lee came out with a list. Oh, I, I want you to you know. We got Pete the Chef in the building, man. You gotta let you gotta let me know your, your thoughts on Definitely. on Keith Lee and, and just fill me in because I'm I'm a casual, uh, you know I barely know much about about the guy's story, but um let let me know. Yeah, more. Keith Lee is a food and restaurant influencer, critic, whatever you want to call it, and he started off. I mean, he's, he used to be an MMA fighter, so this guy has like this this kick ass persona, and you know when you see him talk in his videos, he's very monotoned. Okay. And come to find out, once you kind of watch and, and catch up on all that stuff, you understand he kind of does that to help him because he just doesn't, he gets a lot of anxiety talking. Oh. It's not like us where we can get on here and just fucking shoot the wind for hours. He's yeah. kind of like, uh, hi. <laughs> okay. So he does this like calming meditation where he kind of just talks in one tone and goes through it. But then what you really see is a true, honest opinion of food. Okay. Not like, hey, I really like these places. Go check them out. They're great. Give me my check. It's more of like, I went out to try this. And it's all started in Vegas because that's where he was, you know, that's where he's from. Okay. So he started in Vegas, started doing like these little food places. He noticed that people would start conjugating and going to these these uh, establishments, these restaurants. And he did something this past uh, weekend. It was um, for this uh, dynamite uh, Korean place. And the father opened it up and he, soon after he opened it up, found out he had like tongue cancer. Oh, damn. Yeah, so, and he worked for, like, over a year, you know, opening the place, getting it ready, and then trying to build it to be successful, and Keith Lee went in there, and the good good thing about him, too, is he goes in and just does an honest review, like, he has his his wife and his family go pick up the food and bring it to him, and then he tries it. So, it's not like he's getting a superstar treatment because it's him. Exactly. That's one thing, and, and we'll get to... Uh, uh, section eight Atlanta. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, because that was that was a pretty rough one. But um, you know he he just does this this thing where he tries some good food and tells you kind of like, this is my personal opinion. Okay. Not, not this is not a chef speaking. This is what I feel, think of the food. And he gets some pretty damn good ratings of food. Um, and it's surprising because when you do go, people are like, yeah, no, it's exactly what he said. Okay. And then what what is his 
like culinary background. Is he just a, someone who loves to eat? Just someone who loves to eat. Okay, yeah. so there's no like technical no. shit that he's looking at. Nope. All nope. right. It's just like, hey, is it hot? Is it fresh? How? And he talks about like service, like how was the service? How long was the wait? You know, um, were you welcoming? Yeah, when came exactly. In? You know, how was the price? It was pretty good, and he pays up front for everything. It's not like he, like I said, he doesn't go in and be like, hey, I'm Keith Lee. Yeah. Where's my meal? He goes in, pays for it. And not only that, but when he does these things for, for the community and, like, goes to places, he'll pay. He'll be like, hey, I'm paying for 300 people online. They're like, what? He's like, yeah, here you go. How much is it? And he's like, here's, you know, four or $5,000. Go wow. pay for him. And obviously, you know, probably get some sponsorship here and there. But not, but he doesn't brag about it. You don't see it all over his social media. But, again, I don't know how he's getting it or if he just works hella hard and says, hey, I'm going to give back to the community. But he does a great job with it. So he's been doing this food tour thing for the last, you know, year, year and a half. And, like, we're – He'll go out for, you know, several months and just him and his family go out and try all these places. So he kind of rated some of the bigger cities out there and gave gave a one through eight rating. Okay. Um, so start off with, with number one, with number eight is Atlanta. Oh. So I heard a lot of things in, in about Atlanta just in, in general, like from from my friends and people that I know in, in the culinary world, that it's it's a very... They're there to make money. They're not there to make anything else. You know, like they're they're going to make their money. They know what they need to make to be successful, and that's what they're going to make. So they don't care about like filling and turning the tables like we do in California, where it's just like yeah. turn and burn. Hey, you guys got forty five minutes to eat. Go. Uh-huh. They they are going to bring people in. You know, they want the the fancy of the fancy. And he just had a hard time. You know, it, granted, he didn't go on the weekends, and you know they're very church going. You know, community there. So on Sundays they don't do to go stuff. So got it. But even the waits are like hours long, and you know he went to some really um, renowned restaurants out there, and and they basically told him he just got to sit there and wait. But then when he showed up, it's like, hey, so what's taking so long? They're like, oh, come on, you got a seat for you right here. Mm. And you know it wasn't a really good thing because he had actually ended up leaving Atlanta because there are a lot of like, hey, you know, you come out here and do your shit, we're gonna you know, we're gonna get you and your family. So he kind of just got some threats and said, you know, I'm gonna book it. Oh yeah. And granted, I'm giving the short and skinny of it. There's a lot of detail to it. When it comes to Atlanta, but um, he did eat at some good, pretty good local restaurants there. People were giving him some, you know, hey, recommendations come eat here. And they're like, no, it was great, you know. So he does like take suggestions of locals. Oh yeah, yeah. They all they all hit him up on IG or they'll DM on on other socials and say, hey, try this place out. And he's like, let's go. Okay. Like, you know, we do got to get him out here. He's in the Bay Area because he didn't hit us up at all. Really? Yeah. So I'm gonna go hit him up. Like, dude, what's going on, Keith? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got some good spots out here, but um. So taking away from Atlanta, you went into number seven at New York. Well, New York is just a hard place, man, if you think about it, because there's just so much food out there. And and you can go from some of the best high-end Michelin star food to, like, this hole-in-the-wall pizza place to, like, going across the ocean to, to, to Jersey to go get some good pizza over there and some good food. So it's a little bit harder to, to pinpoint exactly what you want. There's a lot of tradition in New York. You know, yeah. This is what you're going to get here. And I had some friends of mine that went, you know, this last week and were like, man, they went to some nice restaurants. Not gonna say no names because I don't throw shade like that. Yeah. He's like, it was not very good. He's mm. like, I, I, we've made some better shit here at work. And I go, understood. Yeah. But once you get into like the, the bigger names and the bigger chefs, you know, they they're not there. They're not the ones cooking. Yeah. Shit. I mean, I don't cook all day long. You know what I mean? My my team does. Yeah. So I understand that. But he said the the simpler stuff. Like when we went went to the the, the market, he said the food was great there. Like everywhere he went, it was uh, awesome. Yeah. You know, all the pizza places and in, in the tried out there, so they're fantastic. So okay. can't can't complain. Yeah, I hear a lot of, of uh pizza in, in New York, a lot of uh Chinese food they say you gotta go get out there. Um 
Uh, I can imagine, you know, when it's those big, like, metropolitan areas where there's so many different cultures. Like, I look at New York the same way as you would look at, like, the Bay Area. Yeah. San Francisco, right? You have, like, everybody living amongst everybody, so you can go on any corner and find something that's authentic to that certain culture Agreed. spot. Yep. So it'd be and it's dope. hard, too, because you need, like, like several days to try different food. Oh, yeah. you get caught up with sightseeing, and, you know, you're walking down the street, so something cool. You're like, hey, I want to check out this, this record store, this clothing mm-hmm. shop. It's not just food. I mean, you're going over there seeing a full culture. Yeah. So that's kind of what would take a lot of time. I know if we went over there, we'd be like, let's go see all the hip-hop spots. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I want to go to the most dangerous areas I've heard about my whole yeah, life. Yeah, let's you go to Harlem and check Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 145th and Lennox. You yeah, know what I mean? Right? Like, what the fuck am I doing out here? Yeah. yeah. It's just to say you did it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> fucking crazy. But uh, uh, what else did he have on the we list? We got uh, Detroit coming in at number six, which I, I see that. You know, they got a, a pretty damn good uh, food scene over there. But again, it's, it's kind of uh, sparse and, and spread out. L.A. at number five, which uh, I'm going to tell you, man, I've, I've traveled a lot to L.A. this past la- this last year, and the food spaces are are, are definitely a def- solid five for them, yeah. They're, okay. they're good, but they're few far in between, so you think you're going to go to a good spot. You know, it's super busy, it's packed, and you try the food, you're like, it's kind of okay. Mm, yeah. More so seen than, than necessarily exactly. cuisine. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's it's all about the hype and the clout, kind of like what you would see it just is just a, a high end place. You're like, okay, this is gonna be dope. This is gonna be great. I'm gonna love it. Yeah. And you try the food. You're like, these are just some basic ass chicken wings. Yeah. Or this is a really unflavored frittata yeah. for breakfast. So, but the, I will say that I did have one of the most amazing Italian cuisines ever at uh, um, this place in um, it's downtown LA and um, Felix is what it's called. And we waited like an hour and a half to eat. And it, we went to the bar and went, hung out there. And it was, like, some of the best service I've ever had in my life. Like, nice. They were, like, anticipating, like, you want another drink before I was even halfway done with it. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And, then, you know, he's over there making his drink. I finish it. He brings it up. It's fresh. Mm. And then the food came, man. It was just layered. So I, I, I will say, like, I'm an L.A. boy. and, and But it's, for me, it's hard to say that it's number one because you get to those one places and you do wait a while. Yeah. But then you go to another spot and you're like, this is whack. Mm. So... I Got get you. that. And then, of course, he put Vegas as four. But Vegas, is, we talked about that, man. You got some heavy, heavy hitters in Vegas. You oh, got yeah. some strong culinarians out there. And just restaurateurs, mom and pop shops just know how to make some good food. And then you have the gluttony portion of it. Like, if you really want to, if you have $5 and you want to get full, full, yeah, they got you. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's some spots, right? They 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 advertise it a lot, actually. Like yeah. when we were going to Vegas. Me and my wife for the first time, she's heavy on YouTube. Let me see the suggestions. And yeah. I remember there being places like oh five dollar cafe or something like that like around this one spot or whatever like there's and then we drove off the strip found this little nice Mexican restaurant that's like a staple now we got to go there all the time yeah. if we go so I mean there's there's so much dope stuff and out it there. depends on the time too like you're out like two in the morning you're gonna get some really heavy food oh yeah yeah that's, <laughs> I mean that's early for them you know? yeah four or five in the morning you're gonna... help me sleep until fucking eleven a.m. so I can get up tomorrow <laughs> and be all right exactly exactly. Uh, then we go into Chicago number three, which for for me Chicago is like a culinary mecca, man. You go there and you're gonna see some awesome ass food. Some of the best, the best chefs start, you know, hang out in Chicago, just like rappers. I mean, you're gonna see some great fucking rappers come out of Chicago, and you yep. see some great food come from out of there. I mean, they have the the Weber Grill uh, location out of there. They got the pizza, then they got the bars, and they got all the other cuisines that are out there as well. So Chicago for me, that that makes sense. It's number number three. Uh, walking into Houston, dude. Houston, dude. 
them Texas boys know what they're doing. You know what I mean with that barbecue? Yes, they do. <laughs> so, I mean, Houston makes a lot of sense because there you're going to get definitely different cuisine. I will say, like, the Austin area for me is a little played out. I've seen, you know, kind of they do this, like, fusion thing out there that's either hit or miss. Okay. But Houston don't mess around. Like, no, we're going to do our barbecue and do it really well. I need to go check out Houston. I've been to um, Corpus Christi. I have a lot of family. Half my family is in San Antonio. Okay. So I go over there and, um, man, it's like you can get really good food at any time. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, you know, we're we're subjected to this. We can go through a drive-thru at, at 2 a.m. No, you can go somewhere and sit down and have, like, a bomb-ass meal. Yeah, at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> not not advising you to do it, yeah. but you can, I mean, right? if you're up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you happen to be awake, if you didn't already eat enough uh, barbecue to put you down. But, yeah, exactly. Man, I remember I went there one time uh, with my uncle, my aunt, and, and a cousin of mine. And I don't know if they were, like, next to a club scene or something, but I was like, there is no reason to go to the club. Like, <laughs> everybody who was at the club just came to this restaurant. They're still dressed to the nines. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Or I could just chill here and, and get a table. Like, it was it was crazy. And I could still hear the music, kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the, they were jamming the music in there, too. Yeah, it, was like yeah. a, it was like a, a, you know, adaptation of the club, but just with food. It was, it was a trip, man. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, number one, we got New Orleans. That's oh, that's man. a. We knew that was coming up. I, I want to. I've never been. I need to go. I mean, you have a lot of things like that come around it with just the, the history, the culture. They have deep flavors out there, man. When you talk about Creole cuisine and and the, the cooking, yeah, it's it's a, it's generation after generation. It's a lifestyle, you know, and it, it's hard to beat that when you when you talk about New Orleans. You know, you think of beignets and you only go to one place, Cafe Du Monde, and you're gonna get your chicory coffee and your beignet. From that spot, it's gonna be the best ever. Damn. So I mean, it's it's tradition and and good flavor there. I mean, you have people that have been doing something for decades, and they're just gonna continue on and pass it down. So yeah. But again, where's Bay Area, man? I'm pretty pretty shook on that one because we got some good food and you know. So if you had to do your Keith Lee, you know what I mean? Being that you know you you're heavy on the culinary and whatnot, like what would be some places that you would. Reach out to him and say, these are my suggestions to go to. So I actually I actually pre-mentally planned that for us. <laughs> Let's go. Where are we going? <laughs> so Oakland, for sure. We got to have Oaktown. Um, they got uh, FOB, uh, FOB Kitchen, which is fresh off the boat. Okay. It is uh, one of the best Filipino restaurants you'll find in Oakland, hands down. You know, the, the chef and owner, uh, Janice Dulce, she's like epic when it comes to this cuisine. And she brings just not heritage and love behind it like you'll see these plates you'll think of like just garlic fried rice uh you know the the filipino longanisa which is like their sausage yeah and a fried egg but she plates it up so elegantly the the rice is cooked perfectly there's the garlic cooked just right on it the sausage is made fresh in house and you're like jesus christ how does this get this good the eggs obviously you know cage free pasture raised all that good stuff um and it's not just something like that you can get things like pancit and all this other stuff so you know, for me, that would be a clutch one because they, she she's talking about, like, this is me. This is my heritage. This is why I grew up. And you don't see a lot of Filipino restaurants being, like, brought to the forefront. It's usually Hispanic. Yeah. You know, you get a lot of Italian, American cuisine. You get a lot of, like, fine dining restaurants and stuff like that. So it's like, why not bring someone that's been just working their ass off for years yeah. to get something good and work some, you know, astounding restaurants with some amazing chefs and say, hey, I'm going to branch off and do my own thing, but my way. Yeah. So I think that the, the fob kitchen is definitely something Keith should come check out. And then if you want to do some some uh, some local flair in San Jose, you got Backyard, which is a, a, a comfort Jamaican food. 
So Chef Robert Sim- uh, Simpson is just just doing his damn thing. He's bringing the, the Jamaican culture out here and just saying, "Hey, this is what we do." And the food and the menu is just like I look at him like Jesus Christ. I could eat this all day long. Okay. The spices, the flavor, and the, you know the price point. And he has different niches. So if you want combos and plates, or if you want just grab and go food, he even has a section of like take this home and reheat it. Mm. Like it's it's pretty dope how he how he laid out his stuff for his restaurant. What so, would be the what would be the go to for uh for that place if you were jerk chicken, bro? Jerk chicken all day, yeah, all day because they got it right. I was reading the, their reviews and all this stuff behind them. Like it's like they're like their jerk chicken hands down is the best, and you know just you can't you can't go wrong with that at all. And then I meant to ask you the same for uh for the five restaurants as well. What what would be the go to there? They say their pancit is pretty uh, pretty outstanding. I, I mean, love I love pancit myself. It's just my like. Wife. You try it, you're like, whoa. Either like, this is really good, or like, oh, it could be a little better. They missed the mark, or it's yeah. missing something. Yeah, their pan sits pretty, pretty remarkable. And SF, uh, so this one, this one hit me hard. I was doing my research on this, and this is Nari. So this is a Thai restaurant. So it's basically uh, Chef Pim, I can't pronounce your last name. It's so long and, and heavy. Pim Tech, Tech Moa Viviette. Um, she's comes, she comes from, from a large culinary background. Um, not just here in the States, but also from back in Thailand. And what she's doing to, to Thai cuisine and making it like this whole um, sensible California fine dining cuisine. And you don't think that because when you see Thai cuisine, you think of sauces and rice. And yeah. when you see her plates, you're like, geez, how do you make that look so dope? It's the vessels she's purchasing. It's the menu that she's writing. It's the, the, the culture she brings behind it and also the support from, like, the women. She wants, like, Nari it comes down to, like, you know, women, Thai women is what, it, what what the name breaks down to. Okay. So it's it's really great to her to say, like, here, I'm going to pass down the the Thai women col- uh, um, culinary aspect to, of it and say, here, here's what we got. Here's what we can do. And you see it's just so elegant. It's just, like, a, a nice, beautiful chicken leg with a great sauce on top, a little bit of garnish in this beautiful plate. And you're like, how is that like so simple, but so good. Yeah. So I, and it's elegant. I mean, they got tons, all of these places have tons of like, um, recognitions from just social media, from New York times, San Francisco Chronicle. So there, it's not like they're just simple restaurants. These are like really darn good restaurants. And I would love to see them kind of come out here and say like, Hey, here's what we got. Here's what we can do. And there's a bunch of like hidden little gems, like my little favorite too in San Francisco is Napoli pizza. Just okay. I mean, obviously, I was going to culinary school out there, and that was one where we'd go and get, you know, a 4 or $5 slice, come back <laughs> 2 in the morning yep. from work. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, and just little things like that. There's a dim sum place down there, too, that's really darn good uh, up on Polk Street. So, you know, there's so much good food. It's hard to, to, to say these ones are the best. I'm probably missing some really good key ones, and I'll do some more research so next time we have some more stuff to talk about. But there you go. those are my top three as of right now. I would love to see him kind of come out here and – you know, he would need probably like a couple couple weeks just to kind of go through the food that's out here. Yeah, that's something that I was going to ask you about too. Like, how could he get a good gauge based off? Like, sometimes if somebody don't give you the right suggestions, yeah, per se. Like, right, if you if you went to Atlanta and people were like, "Oh, go here, go here, go here," but you know, maybe that not maybe that wouldn't be the the actual spot that the local local would tell you to go to. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's a uh, it's crazy. It could be you know hit or miss, but definitely. Um, Something I'm about to check out more. I mean, my kids were even on Keith Lee. They're like, oh, yeah, Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. Everything that he, he reviews, I'm like, I need to go there and eat it. There you go. I'm always like, oh, we got to go here. Tell my wife, like, we got to go here. We got to go here. It's so funny because he does. And he'll tell you, like, not my favorite, but that's my personal. And that's what I love about it. He's like, it's my personal 
yeah. opinion of it. I don't like, I like texture and like yeah. watching him eat some stuff and you just see the natural reaction like, damn, this is good. Or like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like I thought chopped cheeses were like the thing in New York and he's like, they're okay. <laughs> damn. But again, that you know, if you don't like that, like chopped meat, seasoned, salty, yeah. you know. But there's people out there like, hey, if I got two dollars. I need chopped cheese all day long. You Hell know? yeah! Or like the, the <laughs> New York uh, bacon, egg, and cheese. You know, whatever they that one word they say. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that, so that's 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 for the Bay. What about you, bro? You got anything you like in from the Bay Area? Anything, to, man? Besides all of it, <laughs> the whole yeah. I mean, the whole time that we were that we were discussing this, I was trying to like really remind myself or, or remember this place that my sister took me to. We had um, Cubanos. Okay. Like some really good, like like it was like the spot. It was a really colorful building. I think it was like like pastel, bright colors, like a, like I don't know, something crazy. But I can't remember the damn name. I need to uh, to text her or call her or something yeah. to figure it out. But there's like few and far between, man. Like I, I'm really, I don't really venture off too much and do too much fancy. Like I'm a very, I guess you could say picky, but not really. Yeah. Like I just don't. I'm not the biggest trier of things, <laughs> food wise. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. not as bad as I used to be as a child, but I mean for the most part, my wife is like, "Look at your plate. It's so plain. Look at you know what I mean." I'm like, "Well, you know, yeah, why are you calling me out like this?" <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I need to be called out sometimes. I gotta yeah. put me on game. Like you never know until you try. So I mean, I, I'll take your word for it and hit up these places when I'm out in these areas and. And do some research too. Well, I'll check the Keith Lee shit out and see. Yeah, you definitely. know when I'm traveling to different places and try to go find some spots. But yeah, I got to get that name from my sister. Other than that, um, I've been like, like if I go somewhere, I'll find some good Mexican food. That's usually my go-to because yeah. you can't like for me, I can't really go wrong. I could order no five, ten, fifteen things off the menu and, and you know agreed kind of be okay. But I need to I need to expand more and go. Try different things. And, and well, it's hard now because, like, you know, we've, we've gone through and we've said, okay, we're going to try this this really cool Japanese restaurant. And I walk out, I'm like, well, it was all right. Yeah. So my wife kind of looks at me and she's like, do your research before you go into places. Because you either, like, are, like, through the roof and you want to order everything and you're yeah. super excited or you're just completely disappointed. Like, we went to this Wapusa place in Modesto. We go there. All, we used to go there all the time. And okay. I, we just recently went there. Well, it was, like, three weeks ago. And I was super disappointed. I was like, man, they changed everything because it doesn't taste like it used to. Maybe you get more more traffic and then just start cutting corners or something. Yeah, or they change the, you know, they, they say, hey, you know what, we're in a, you know, it, it, obviously inflation. It's it's yeah. there. It's a thing, right? Yeah. Everything's costing a pretty penny. So, like, okay, maybe we don't use all that meat or maybe we don't put that much cheese in there. Man, and, that could be the, the death of a lot of these places. I know these seriously. some of these local restaurants, I mean, when I first moved here, they used to be the go-tos, man. Like, yeah. they used to be, and I'm not going to say any names, but now, I mean, you could go to the place, and the, the price is raised, and then you get your plate, and all you see is plate. Yeah. It's like, damn, there used to be food from side to side of this thing, and, you know, everything used to be good, and the service used to be decent. Now, the price is up, the plates are, are, are scarce, and, you know, and, and the service is, is taking a step back. So, definitely, um, I guess restaurants have to be like some of the hardest things to keep going. I, I could assume, I would imagine, right? Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, it's funny that you say that because, you know, I have the 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 pleasure of of kind of dabbling in between the restaurant scene and the corporate world. So I do um, corporate dining. So we feed. I've had people from Google. We've had people from you know high end research companies. Right now, we're feeding a company that does uh, stuff for Toyota. Okay. And they have a budget. But also too, like it's like, hey, we have wiggle room. Okay. So let's let's make some good food. Like, uh, like we did a pho bar, and we did like today we did Thai food. Nice. You know, um, we'll do some nice 
pork belly, lechon, something or other. We'll do some Dope. adobo. Um, we go kind of go all, all over the spectrum. We did a um, tagliata, which is like an Italian roasted uh, New York strip that we kind of cut into a nice loin and, and slice it up for them, put it out. So I get to still play with the food, but obviously like with the finances of a chef, you kind of always look like, geez, when did tri-tip come into like $17 a pound? It's insane. When, when did tongue lengua become like $13, $14 a pound? I remember it was fun. I was talking to my dad because my dad's been cooking for years and it's like, that's, they used to throw that shit in the meat boxes and like, hey, here, take these because yeah. we can't do anything with them. And now it's like, oh, you want it? It's, oh, it's yeah, a delicacy all yeah, of a sudden. 20 right? bucks a pound. You're like, no way. So it, it's definitely a challenge for them, especially, too, if you don't see the volume. I mean, if you're not seeing the amount of people that you normally see and then you start to pay your workers, what you got to pay them. I mean, yes, the people will say it's corporate greed, but at the same time, too, it's like it's it's really a way of living. Like small businesses don't have the option of being like, well, I can't pay my, my employee the minimum wage or more because obviously, you know, they got rent and everything else too. Like yeah. they do got to take care of them, especially good employees, man. That's, that's one thing you got to really kind of keep in the mindset. So it is definitely uh, difficult for them when it comes to the restaurant scene. Yeah. Oh man. I, I, um, I want I'm interested to try some of these places and I want to do a little bit more research and, and, uh, find out the name of that spot and go back. Actually, I know my wife would enjoy it, but I haven't been there for, you know, maybe twice. She took me and my mom back, back in the day, but, um, Hopefully that place is still around. That'd be dope if it was. You get to try it and be like, oh, this hits, or you're like, okay, it's changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, looking forward to checking it out, man. A lot of people were looking forward to a Kanye West album. They've been for some time. I don't know how you feel, uh, per se, about Kanye. Uh, Music-wise is one thing. Uh, personal you know, decisions of his are another. Um, did you see that that photo shoot him and his, him and his lady did? That's what I was getting to, man. Like, I'm sorry. I, I pulled that one right out. No, I just saw like... Man, that's what... I mean, so you don't... This was supposed to... The album with him and Ty Dolla Sign, this Vulture's collaborative album, was supposed to come out like maybe in the middle of the month. Okay. Got pushed back. They were like, hey, you know, we're not going to we're not gonna do that anymore. We got more stuff to to add. And, and you know, people were, were speculating where these clearance... Where songs cleared. Uh, I know he had a Backstreet Boys sample. Um, yeah, that, how funny was that? Yeah, so here, you know, Ty Dolla Sign singing verbatim like Backstreet Boys, and then, uh, you know, a lot of people had speculation, like, is this going to be able to come out? Because it's, it's that's a lot of money you're talking about there, right? And, and, and who knows if it could just be a call to the Backstreet Boys. This might have to be, you know, whoever was running them at the time. Yeah. And, you know, clear here, clear there, whatever, right? But so the album doesn't come out mid-December. They say, you know, New Year's Eve. It would drop. Okay. Obviously, we're into 2024 now. The album still hasn't dropped. There's, I guess, two singles or maybe the same song, two different versions that are available on uh, DSPs right now. And so you get none of that. You got you got more rants. You got more of, you know, you got an apology. And now, like you said, the photo shoot. Yeah. What the what was going on with the photo shoot, man? Like, I, I just saw a lot of... A lot of- Body parts? Yeah, mad cleavage, you know yeah. what I mean? Not much clothes, and it's like, all right, um, what's, is it the rollout? Like, <laughs> like what? Yeah, I, I, I was sitting there trying to put it together. I was like, what? Why are you this scantily clad thing yeah. going on? You know, you're kind of showing it, but not. And, and he's just kind of in the background, like, smiling. Like, it, like are you going through another phase, bro? <laughs> it's weird, man, especially with all the stuff that's going on right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? With all these uh, accusations and, and stuff being thrown around at, at pretty much a, a good handful of people in the business. Yep. It's kind of weird to see him take this step now and, you know, um, 
It was not too long ago when he was criticizing his wife, right? When he was on his uh, Christianity hype and was yep. like, you know, you you subject our daughter to this lifestyle or, you know, you had pornography that was on the internet and now you see him with whoever his new love interest is. Yeah. And all we've ever known about her is that they're banned now from being in Italy on those boats. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no bungalow rides for them. <laughs> exactly. He had the butt out on the bungalow. You know what I mean? Like you can't really do that. But gondola, gondola. Go- yeah. 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 Go. The gargola, right? Yeah, I don't know yeah, what was going on. on the gondola. <laughs> it was insane. Right. So, so none of that. And now, you know, now you got her in this, it's basically pornography in another, in another facet. Yeah. Right. So it's like a Instagram playboy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like probably even yeah, it's, it's crazy. So I don't know what this guy's kick is right now. I don't know what, what what's going on or if it's uh if it's just a ploy to stay in the, in the limelight for the time being with the fact that probably, this album is not coming out. I, I think so. It might be like, Hey, let's get some more head churning, some more nodding, some more kind of like interest in what we're doing. Cause we're losing it with this, you know, this yeah. album. So and I don't know if that, I mean, it's not working for me. For me, no. I'm looking at it and I'm just like, all right, this is corny. <laughs> like, Yeah, everyone's doing this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, really what it comes down to. Like, everyone's doing this shit. For real. And, and uh, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see what comes out of this. But to me, it's just uh, low-hanging fruit from a guy that, that I think is really creative and could do dope stuff. Like, I'm telling you, still to this day, like some of his, his earlier you know, albums are just... I've just been like something that stay on, on play on my Spotify. And I can't believe he's not doing more shit like that. Man, I try to tell my kids because they listen to kind of the, the newer Kanye, like yeah. the stuff that I, it wasn't even more so like his actions that led, led me to not really mess with the music. It was the music itself. Yeah. I was like, man, this is, it's just bad to me. Right. Like from yeah. somebody that you had at this standard and you held to this, to on this pedestal now to be making just basic well, you you think at some point he found out like oh, I can literally just play one tone and just talk over it and everyone will buy it. Oh yeah, and he just went with it as opposed to like you know I want to put some fat beats on here. I want everyone to be like he's a dope producer, dope rapper, and he just hypes everything up. He does so. I mean, he was good. He was. I mean, he's was great, and I, you see him, and I just so like disappointed that he's not just doing more. You would uh. I mean, you would hope to, and, and Ty Dolla Sign is somebody who I think is ultra dope too. Yeah, like he's, yeah, agreed. He he's he dumbs himself down. I feel like for the music, yeah. for what's hot right now. But you hear somebody like the riffs that he does and just his vocal talent, and I'm sure you know his pen to match that. Like it's just two people who should be able to do some great stuff. Why are we not getting the music? Yeah, and you know you keep pushing it back. You're not. Doing yourself any favors with your actions in between either if you're trying to get things cleared. Yeah. You can't just put out snippets and be like, oh, yeah, now I'm going to apply the pressure. They're going to have to clear it for me, right? Like, yeah. no. Now- I mean, he can literally call him like, hey, you know, Backstreet Boys, check this out. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And they'll be like, yes, Mr. West. <laughs> right? Or, and, or, you know, and you guys, you know, how about you guys sing on it too? Exactly. No, come, do, you know, I'm going to do a listening party and, and then, you know, it would be really great if you guys came out and. That'd be a good look for all around, right? Yeah. If, if everything was on the up and up, but uh, you hear that not getting clear, then he was sending text messages to Nicki Minaj and asking, "Hey, we did some songs way back in the day. Can I put this out?" And she was like, "Nah, that ship is sailed." You know what I mean? Like you, um, I got my own thing going on right now. Yeah, exactly. You blew that popsicle stick real quick, real fast, right? Like, can't do that, man. Yep. Uh, man, two years ago today, San Jose Zone. Mega producer tracks a million. Ooh. 
It's two years today that we lost the man since he was called home. Just wanted to make make a point to highlight. Obviously, you know, uh, the music was was for a time. Like these songs, like this. I mean, it's not, it's an acquired taste. Not everybody's gonna be on it, but this. These sounds, these like these riffs that you hear from him as a producer, the, uh, the the feeling, the emotion that it evoked at the time for the youngsters who were out there trying to you know get active, get hyphy, per se. Tracks a million, man. I wish that uh, I wish there was more, you know, wide range of people who worked with them, so that you would hear more, you know, a more. Intricate catalog Yeah Like Hustler is Hustler right But when he comes on And some people are gonna hear it And be like what You know what I mean But The the music behind it Man it was just It was so sick Like he's Worked with Zion I and them So you get a, di- a different A different taste from that as well But I mean some of his more Bigger and uh, Popular songs Are definitely You know uh, More street music Yeah but I mean, two years later, a void is still there in the Bay Area for for producer wise and anybody who's anybody, DJ Freshes of the world, they they really show a lot of love to the guy and say you know what his impact was and it would be a, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't just shot him out on you know two years since he's been gone. Yeah, shout out, man. You heard about Frontier pulling the spirit? No. Man, first let's let's update him, right? You showed a story to me. We were saying that person's gonna get fired. And oh yeah, and they did, yeah. Canned, yeah, right, right away, out of here. Um, Frontier, they 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 definitely pulled a spirit, man. Sixteen year old on on a unaccompanied team, supposed to be traveling from. Uh, can't remember where exactly he was at, but it was, it was December holiday travel, December twenty second. He was supposed to land in Ohio. Instead, my guy got sent to San Juan, Puerto Rico. Unprofessional, like. I- I, I don't know. I mean, yes. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. That yeah. came in right on right on point. <laughs> um, man. So, in their defense, right? I guess this was the same gate. It was just a flight that took off a little earlier. So the kid was at the right gate. Okay. But boarded the plane a little too. But I mean, everything. When I was just, I just flew not too long ago. They had to check everything, right? You can't they just hop on. Yeah. 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 You ask. Oh, you ask your name. On some of them, it's like, what the? F- I don't know how many other times I, sh- I pulled out my ID, but once you get to the gate, you know what I mean? It's it's just your boarding pass, and everything's supposed to line up and match. Yeah. So I can't see how you would, boop, you know, hit the little scan and then yeah, allow somebody. Yeah, see, like, green or red. Like, there's exactly. no, like, in between. So it, it's crazy to me that that happened. So now 16-year-old, and it was different, you know, the spirit thing where it was like, oh, you were supposed to go to Orlando, and you ended up in Fort Myers, or, or vice versa. Yeah. You're supposed to end up in Fort Myers, you end up in Orlando. This is Ohio to Puerto Rico. Like what? Jeez, that's that's, yeah. How do you, how do you? You can't take a boat. No, <laughs> like you, you can't reimburse me for my drive for this one. Like what the hell are we gonna do? Right? Yeah. You know what? Just send me to go. I'll go get him. Send me to Puerto Rico. Yeah, I'll be there for <laughs> for two weeks. I'm gonna pack my bags exactly. I'm gonna no, go. No, no, we're not taking bags. Oh, it's buy, all on them. We're buying it while we get there, right? Yeah, exactly. Damn, it's gotta go. New frontier for real, right? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. It's crazy. These it's airlines. getting wild. Is it like the battle of of the shitty airlines? I guess, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to hop on the wrong plane. You know what I mean? As a grown ass adult, and see what happens. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to Japan. Yeah, I know they just had that earthquake, but still, man, Japan. Yeah, also the uh, uh, 
the collision of the two planes, right? I think on oh the tarmac. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was pretty that. rough. Yeah, rest like, in peace to the five who lost their lives. Yeah, I believe sure. it was like a Coast Guard plane or something. Yeah. Some type of... Uh, some type of service airlines, and then and then the regular passenger flight, they they collided, I guess, on the uh, tarmac, and yeah, man, crazy out there. I guess weather could play a part in that. Who knows, right? Yeah, definitely. And that and the, the, that big ass seven point two earthquake they had just rumbled that area too. You see a lot of the older houses just falling down. Yeah, nuts, dude. Like some of those videos you see on on, on social media, you're like, holy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was I was around when we had that uh, Northridge earthquake. Okay. And I'll never forget, like, it, like, just didn't stop. Yeah. And I was like, when is this shit going to stop? And I live kind of out far, like, in the Valencia area, which is, like, a little bit north of, like, San Fernando Valley. Yeah. That whole freeway, the the the, the 5, was it the 510 or 215 or whatever freeway that collapsed? The Loma Prieta area. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, because we used to drive over that all the time. Yeah. It was just like, it's gone, you know? It was nuts. So I can only imagine them having to go through that. And then it was, like, dozens more after it, too, like, smaller ones, so. And we're, like... Over here in California, they build with those earthquakes in mind. Yeah, same with Japan. Japan's like you know, some of the best technology. Obviously, the older homes, and yeah. you see like you know the monks running around and and the the, the uh, cement or rock statues they have, we just waving back and That's forth. Insane. Like watching this one guy on a bridge and the water just like levitating left and right, and you're like, holy, that is nuts to see that stuff happen. We're, um, I mean. Weather-wise, what what do you think? I mean, what do you, with everything that's changing, climate change and all of that, what do you think we could expect that we're not used to? With uh, you know, earthquakes is one thing, but they've been you know talking about different types of warnings for this area that I've never heard before. So it's kind of catching me off guard. Like, I mean, shit. I mean, when I was younger, and we, like I said, I lived in like the Valencia area. And they had snow, and it was, like, the first time we ever seen it. And, like, that that place gets, like, 100 degrees. Yeah. 115 degrees during the summer, and then it was, like, snow, and we're all, like, just tripping out. So, I mean, oh, fuck, hurricanes, right? I mean, it's, it's, what? it's you never, some kind of tornado. Yeah, I've, I've heard tornadoes. You talk, oh, funnel clouds, but these yeah. are pretty big funnel clouds. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. I don't know, I'm man. Like, I don't have a basement. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my family in Texas, I remember my grandma's house had, had the tornado shelter, right? Yeah. You just lift it up and go down there. As kids, I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah. But no, it's not. You know what I mean? A damn tornado could come here, and you might have to really go in that spot. Yeah. So it was, it's just crazy to think about. And everybody's scared of what they don't know. Yeah. Right? So here in California, we're like, tornadoes? No way. Hurricanes? No way. Yeah. But then you go to California or Texas, and they're, they're terrified of an earthquake. <laughs> and they're like, well, well, I guess no biggie. Yeah. When so many of them happen over here that we don't even really feel or know about. Like, I, I went to go do some research on it one time for a pod of, you know, just an earthquake that popped off. Yeah. I go to this website and it's telling me, oh no, there was actually like 22 in the past three days. Actually, you just don't hear about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're all like you know 3.5. I'm like, that's big. That's yeah. that's big. <laughs> if I could, if I feel it, like I'm, that was one not too long ago here here uh, in Tracy. I felt and you know, it's like if it lasts long enough for you to be like, was it? Yeah. Oh, we're still moving. Okay, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Like that's that's when I'm like, oh shit, we're the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's small. Like, you know, people are like, it's only a 3.2.8. You're like, that's 2.8 scary. Yeah, the, the freaking floor's moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the kids were all nonchalant. They're still playing their game or whatever. Yeah, we felt it. I'm like, y'all didn't feel it. No, no, Like, if you did, you know what I mean? You guys would have been in the hallway or something. Oh, real quick, dude. And you would have, like, them stacked on your shoulders. Like, oh. okay, what are we doing? You're like, not this. Yeah. Say <laughs> the move. Yeah, yeah. but they, they were trying to play it way too cool. Oh, that's crazy, man. So, I don't know, man. With weather, I don't 
I'm just, I, it's it's been really cold. That's yeah. the only I can think about. Definitely, definitely. Um, let's see here, man. Are you familiar with Uncle Murder's uh, year-end wrap-ups? Uh, no. Okay. This guy, he runs around with 50 Cent, right? Um, this used to be something, uh, Mad, Mad Skills, I believe, right? Okay, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah, Mad Skills used to do his wrap-up at all the time, and, and it was like, you know, it was it was hip-hop based, but it was kind of more like chill and relaxed. Yeah. Uncle Murder has taken this thing like to the Jerry Springer route, and it's really like just whatever your timeline might have on it. Like, I don't know how this guy's doing it. Who's keeping track of all these stories that go on throughout the year for him to come around and put his spin on towards the end of the year? But yeah. it's usually like a, a, a 8, 10, 12-minute song or something, right? Just going crazy, talking about whatever it may be. This year, I guess he's he's he's... Put it out in parts. Okay. So I heard the first part, and I was like, okay, that, that's whatever, right? You always wonder about what the beat selection is going to be, especially if it's going to be that long of a song. Yeah. But um. So is it like a mix of of different things, or he just kind of like freestyling off of it? No, I mean he. This is definitely something that has to be written because I mean to be able to chronicle all these different things that have happened, like it's definitely uh, it's definitely focused. You know what I mean? Like okay. he, he's got to focus on stuff, but I mean. I listened to the first portion, which was six minutes, and it was it was decent. I wanted to kind of listen to the second part with you. It's pretty much focused on on Diddy okay. and what's going on. So I want to part two, Uncle Murder, twenty twenty three wrap up. Great John on the beat, by the way. Oh. Phil Collins. Phil Collins, yeah. I'm fresh off that final lap tour with my nigga 50. Oh, my money up. Professional as fuck, partner. Happy New Year. It's like I gotta do this shit, I won't let me retire. I'm part of the holidays now, just like Mariah. For the last six months, I've been torn with 50. But all y'all waiting for me to do is talk about Diddy. Y'all heard what happened, y'all know what happened, but y'all don't care. Y'all still want me to talk about this shit, eh, yeah. Crazy, crazy, sick, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, all right. Wow. Take a shot. 
it's he wild. Alright. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> that's, what I mean? That's getting deep. Like he, he goes crazy, man. So, I mean, this one was... Couldn't even get through that one, right? I mean, no, like that, that, was, that was pretty... There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, the first portion wasn't as bad, you know what I mean? I listened to it, and it was kind of more all over the place. But, yeah, like I said, man, no holding back with this guy. It's very specific. He did his homework. Oh, yeah. And and the way that, you know, 50 Cent's always been that, that like people say, diabolical in the way that yeah. he goes about things. So, you know, this guy was definitely... It's it's funny to me, though, because it, it hits, and he's not the most lyrical dude. No. It's just, you know, the simplest way of saying some crazy shit. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean... There's a lot to. I mean, did he call? Or Fifty Cent called it out in one of his, his uh, interviews, right? He's like, "I'm not saying he's gay, yeah, but he's gay." <laughs> he <laughs> no offense, like, no offense. Yeah. I mean, that's your, your cup yeah. of tea. That's your cup of tea. I mean, support all that shit. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, the, it, it, just the stuff that's been coming out. I mean, they they have. I had it on my on my notes for last time. Was like Fonsworth Bentley. Yeah, I saw that too. He was like. That dude is like was a mogul when it came to like this dapper style, and everyone's saying he was a concubine, you know. And if you look at that, like makes sense because that was when you know Diddy changed from from Puff Daddy to P Diddy. Yep. He needed this like change and look, and he brings this guy in that's his chauffeur and and you know his butler. Yeah. But if you kind of really look at it, I mean, that's kind of what it came down to. And I mean, this guy's said, "I'm going to take this ride because it's fame." Yeah. I mean that. TV shows for for MTV all yeah. for him. He had a music career. He did stuff with with uh, West as well. Yeah, Kanye. Yeah. So Kanye kind of removed him from over there yeah. and brought him over. Then there was the collaborations with Andre and yeah. you know that kind of work. So I mean, um, yeah, man, it's just it's a trip because everybody has a Diddy story. Yeah. Then you listen to this guy talk on, on these interviews where he gets a little toasty and, and you know he gets a. Uh, he says some things that are questionable, right? Yeah. Like like a Drink Champs episode when he's with Fabulous and Jedekiss are there, and he's like, Fab, you ain't party with me. Fab's like, I've been to your parties, Puff. He's like, yeah, but you ain't party party with me. <laughs> Fabulous just looks like um, like embarrassed and like, you know, just kind of like, all right, man, let's change the subject. Yeah, and, let's do something different. Yeah, and Jada's just over there like shaking his head. It's like, man. You're leaking this stuff, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, like now when all these stories are coming out and you look at stuff that he's put out himself in the past, yeah. It's just like it's like the Leave the World Behind movie where there's so many Easter eggs. You can look at certain portions and be like, all right, well. Yeah, watch previous shows or, or interviews or whatever. You're like, oh. and And see Cassie, right? Yeah. Like, there was this one I just saw recently. I don't know why this woman would ask them this, but they were on the red carpet. Excuse me. And um, Diddy's there, and he's the focal point of the interview as usual, right? Yeah, always. And then Cassie's right there next to him. And it goes from, like, talking to him, and then she she you know, diverts her attention over to Cassie. And she's like, Hey Cassie, uh, I don't know why this question, line of question came about, but she was like, is there anything that you want to, uh, confess, you know, prior to going inside and, and you just see Diddy's face. It just gets like incredibly like serious. And then like, she's like, Oh, I keep everything like right here. You know? And she's like points to her heart or whatever, like puts the prayer hands together. Yeah. And I'm like, um, you know, and, and then they like kind of zoom in on Diddy's face and he's just like, like, Stone faced, also looking like spooked, right? And I'm like, oh man, you just see little little stuff like that now, and it's like, all right, there's got to be you know more more truth to this than than not, you know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely. It's crazy. Yeah, because he's probably like, don't say it, don't yeah, girl. Yeah, and what if you know what if that was the moment where she was just like, oh shit, and let it all go, right? Like, who would have? 
just like started bawling and started talking. That's it. Yeah. Because those camera people were like push Diddy out of the way, but like, oh yeah, you need to find a home because we're gonna we're gonna document all of this. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the award show is shut down. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean, like right, we'll get to, we'll get back to the Grammys later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't care. Exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're getting Gail King out here right now. We're about to do a whole interview. <laughs> I just gonna be on the own network, like exactly. It's it's crazy, man. Definitely crazy, but yeah, Uncle Murder is going insane with his wrap ups, and uh, I'm definitely gonna digest so the rest of that one. That's part later. two, so we still need two more parts, right? Is what you're saying? I, I think there's more. I know that I didn't know. I'm not exactly sure how many parts are going to drop, but the first one was a little more mild. I mean, yeah. just talking about just everything in general, and then you know, this one is is looking like it's gonna be a lot of focus on Diddy. <laughs> so, well, uh, it's kind of like I think that's been. I feel that it was talked about and then brushed under the table. Because like, immediately, right? Yeah. So the the storyline or the chain of events that I saw was she comes out and she makes her statement immediately after a lot of people who have worked with Diddy in the past came and were just not necessarily co-signing but in support of her. Yeah. You know, th- you know, Cassie, you know, you're, you're beautiful and, and, and you know, we're, we're with you. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of these, the peel it back a little bit further – all this publicity that came around with Diddy recently where he's talking about, you know, giving back publishing to all these artists. Oh, yeah. Remember that yeah, part, I right? Saw that, yeah. They went a little deeper in that and they were saying, okay, well, portions of this could also mean NDAs were signed. Uh, if you want, you know, getting ahead of the stories he knew were going to come. Yeah. Because according to him and his, and, his, and his lawyer, Cassie had been, you know, threatening uh, a tell-all book or, you know, coming out and, and making these statements and he was more so like, uh, I'm Diddy, you know what I mean? You're going to do that. Then when she did... 24 hours later, less than 24 hours, the settlement is reached, right? And and to me, I I mean, you can never uh, tell somebody how to, how to deal with whatever they've dealt with, right? But, I mean, so many people were, were like, waiting to hear what, what Cassie's next move was going to be. And then the money came and, like you said, swept under the rug, right? Yeah. So now it's like... Uh, what what's next? And there's more accusations, and you know everybody's coming out the woodwork. The underage girl who was in the who was supposedly got flown from one city to another, yeah. to go to the studio. It's like, uh did you ever hear about the Uptown Records thing? Him and um, Heavy D, and um, there's a bunch of people that were on it uh, on that. They opened up Uptown Records that like have passed, and Diddy's like the sole one. Oh, I did hear. I, I, okay. There was like a whole interview with I forget her name. Jaguar Wright. Yeah, Jaguar Wright. Yep. And she just lets it all out, and she's like, "How all these people get sick? Diddy's. There's nothing wrong with them. Ever. Right. Yeah. The wife that uh, he had previously, Kim Kim Porter. Yeah. Had the child previously with uh, who was it? Damn. Oh, it's, it's, I'm just, I can't remember the guy's name right now. Um, the father of I think Christian or Quincy or. One of the one of the uh, one of the kids, not El Debarge, obviously not El Debarge. That's way older. But um, there was there was a guy who was previously with Kim Porter, and then you know uh, Kim was another one who they were saying was going to go with the tell all book route. Yeah, I think all of them were at at some capacity, like they're either writing it or or finishing it up, and then that's when it just all like. Yeah, and then you know Jaguar Wright was like, "Do you know that Diddy had purchased her her coffin, her custom coffin, weeks before her death?" That's insane, man. Like already, you know, purchased, and and she was like, "That woman was the only one who stood up to him. Like she made him, like kind of fall back. Not not a hundred percent, but it was like somebody who 
You know, him in check, yeah. Yeah, neck and neck, and neck right? Like, yeah. would match his his chest move with her own. So, uh, it, it's a lot to take in, man. And, and um, I would have to kind of do some more research on Kim Porter, but I, I think her cause of death was actually um, attributed to, to an illness or self-transition. It was or like that. pneumonia or some shit Something like that. crazy, yeah. right, that you should be able to get past. Yeah, so. even like D, Heavy D, uh, and all of them that were in it. Like, we'll have to do, we're going to have to do like a, like a follow-up on this because this, yeah. this gets deep. Oh, yeah. It, it gets crazy, it's man. It's been like two hours doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's it's a uh, it's a lot to take in, man. Diddy is a uh, is a wild guy, and um, and this goes to show you, like producers in general, their 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 tentacles are everywhere. And not not negatively. Some of them are doing it positively, but you know they're just they're all over the place, and they just have so many so long of a reach on things. So. Yeah, and and uh, man, can you imagine the uh, the kind of like power trip that that guy could be on? You know, like a pin on, <laughs> yeah. But uh, like his, his shows on on uh, MTV, right? Yeah. Walk to walk to wherever, give me cheesecake, or you know, like the the old making the band shows or whatever. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm shutting down the studio, right? Like just like the it's like all right, that's one thing. You obviously know some of it's put on for the show. Yeah. But now you think about these young ladies who got put into that group, and then if this is the kind of guy he is, and now it's like, do you want your publishing back? Yeah. Okay. Sign this. Then the story breaks. Like it's kind of like everybody's kind of partially handcuffed, right? Yeah. Except for Jaguar Wright, who she's talking to whoever the hell will listen. Yeah. So uh, it, it's crazy, man. There could be a whole nother Diddy episode. I, I did one previously on Patreon, but it was early. It was like right as the casting news broke, and okay. then the very next day it was swept it's under wild. the rug. Yeah. So it's so crazy, so crazy. It's insane for sure, man. What's going on with the uh, the Olympics, man? You have, you have some news. I do. 2024 is going to be a dope year for the Summer Games. Um, just announced um, a couple days ago that Snoop D-O-double-G no is going to be part of the coverage team in Paris. Doing his damn thing. Like I we talked about last episode, you know, with, with Snoop Dogg just having this, like, nonchalant uh, reach to just global fame it's just it's insane to see him do this you know it's funny i knew it was coming when i saw him on the the 2021 and done, or 2021 and done show with kevin hart yeah where they kind of did the whole like recap of the of the olympics and it was hella funny especially when you saw him doing like look that horse is you know yeah yeah, yeah. sea walk <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was hella funny and i could just imagine the things he's gonna do even just like the little like nbc clip that you saw yeah of him, you're already like, this is going to be insane. Oh, when he did, uh, I can't remember which one of these little celebrity boxings it was. Maybe a Jake Paul, one of his first, like, exhibition fights. Okay. And he was just talking, like, like Snoop. Yeah. And you're like, this is the type of shit that you want to see. Uh, yes. Sports commentating, right? Yeah. Like, if you could, uh, you know, the way that the, bas- the football players are mic'd up from time to time. Yeah. If you had that shit on basketball players while they were playing the entire oh game. Oh, my God. And just put it on like a like a pay-per-view type thing where yeah. you have to be of a certain age or put some credit card information in. Absolutely. It would be insane, man. It would so, be great. Yeah. Greatest commentary ever. I mean, just like you look at like Jordan and you hear like what Kobe and, and all these other players would say that like Jordan would just taunt people. Oh, yeah. And be like, you know what? You're trash. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you could be on his team. Yeah. Sit your ass down. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're stuck. Get down. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. But Snoop is going to add so much uh, flavor to that man it's gonna be it's gonna be dope to see yeah i'm pretty excited about that also too they've added some new sports to uh to the olympics break it down lo and behold breaking is gonna be on the 24 2024 olympics so you're gonna see 
b-boys b-girls battling out to do their thing which is super exciting i mean you think about the culture 50 years of just hip-hop i mean you have yeah. dancing you have freestyle you have music all of it in there so to see the b-boys and b-girls doing their thing there it's gonna be pretty dope and i i've seen a lot of like the battle battle of the you know battle of the of the countries you know who's got the best one i see north korea paris always comes in hot crazy right yeah they do you know and obviously you know us comes in doing yeah. their thing so i'm i'm excited to see the the, the list of who they're going to bring out to do these battles and, and do their thing so that's gonna be really good and you know hopefully usa can bring it back and bring it over and say hey not only, not only did we you know this came from us this yeah. came from our culture but we, we want it too so yeah man i would like to see people have you know an added incentive to bring these types of things back to the forefront yeah like you go to other countries on our, on our honeymoon we were in mexico and walking down the, the main streets you know like these little plazas where you can go eat shop or do whatever at b-boys you know cyphers just break out in front of you and you like me personally i'm like oh i'm staying here for a while right <laughs> yeah. my wife's just looking at me like a kid in the candy store and you know they're they're doing everything flipping the dude's show the shoe comes off he picks it up like it's a phone right yeah like everything is just incorporated and i'm like man it's just so sick it so, really is have you seen that that freestyle from that that vietnamese guy no. the, the chinese buffet one i have not oh my god i gotta sit and see right now so you can see so ideally it, what was happening is like everyone like had this like one he looked like like uh, Patty the Batty, like as like a young kid. Okay. Like, it's like oh, you know when the when the song comes on the Chinese buffet and you hear him and he's like this is rapper going. Well, they actually saw the clip of this guy. He's a battler. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, from Vietnam and he just goes hard and you're like holy shit, like the, like if I could understand these lyrics, they'd probably be pretty bad. Oh, you mean just like the vernacular delivery? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Just the way he delivered it and the pitches and, yeah. and the tones and like the reaction from yeah. the crowd. I'm sure. Uh, just the judges are just sitting there like bobbing their head like hell yeah. So. It's good. I'll send it to you so you can check that out. That's yeah. pretty sick. Please do. Please do, man. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of sports, they added they added uh, some uh, sport climbing, which is going to be like a quick rock climbing thing, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Skateboarding. That's pretty epic. You know, oh, my kids going to love that. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have the, uh, what was it, the the DLS, the, the Rob Deerdick, you know, uh, uh, skate championship that he put together. Okay. You know, and they're going to basically, they saw how great it was and all the, all the, the cool skaters. And, I mean, my oldest, when he would skate, he would just be all over that watching that that thing. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be pretty sick to see that, especially in Paris. You know, they're gonna be doing some pretty cool things there. Can't wait to see it, man. Uh, summer games, and we kind of got a what was it? The COVID that kind of interfered with the winter games. They yeah. made it delayed a year, right? Yep. So now we're getting kind of closer in proximity than we usually would as far as year wise for these for these Olympics. Yeah, I think it's like three years right now is what it is. So. Rather than the new normal four. Four, right? correct? Yeah. So sick. So sick. Can't wait to see that man. And somebody that came uh came very prominent in in the uh, summer games was was uh, Shikari Richardson. Ooh. Um, you you know, lay that down, man. That's that's exciting. Is that endorsement? Oh, Nike, right? Shout out to Shikari, man. You know, after all the scrutiny that she faced, first of all, you know, everybody was pumping her up. Yep. Look at this. Look at this uh, young, vibrant woman out here doing her thing, uh, show, showcasing her skills. You know, making America another. Uh, Bringing back the powerhouse in, in these certain sports that have usually been dominated by other countries. Agreed. In the recent times, right? And now you see her, and there was another guy, Noah, shit, Noah Lyles, I believe his name was, who won recently and yeah, was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, had the controversial statement of why are we giving world championships to sports that are played in the States? Like, <laughs> right? He, That's so true. Yeah, it's hella true. Blew the top off with that one. Now you look at Shikari, and, you know, she kind of got the backlash because she was a weed smoker. And, and, you know, people were like, oh, Shikari this, Shikari that. And then, 
She kind of. I think that's fucking such bullshit, bro. I, I'm gonna just say that, man. Like most definitely. If you really look at it, like this shit, this strain that they go through as athletes, like yes, talent is is how you start that sport. Yeah. But it's it's only and I remember I never forget this. I was sitting there and I had this. I worked with this one. Uh, this one uh, front of house manager, super great guy, and I'm like, dude, you're hella talented. He's like, talent's only ten percent, bro. Yeah. He's like, you got to put in ninety percent of the work. Yep. And I never, I always live by that. So like, I can totally understand. Like, I mean, that's why shit. We're over here enjoying some drinks during yep. this podcast, loosening up. I mean, let the girl smoke some weed. It's not. It's a not fucking... like she's shooting up and like I'm gonna get my legs bigger so I can run faster. Is I'm. It... Just going to relax because I'm fucking stressed. This might not be a performance-enhancing drug for a runner, right? Yeah. Like, uh, in my days of dabbling, I was not going to go run a fucking mile afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was trying to run into the kitchen to see what I could make. Exactly. <laughs> That's when I was making my culinary moves. Like, you know, if I put this on that, you know what I mean, and warm this up to here, and then, you know, drink this with it. Like, I don't know. You got it. And the stuff that they do for these athletes or to these athletes, I would rather say, you know what I mean, for the recovery process, you want to – shoot them up with, with Toradol. You want to, you know, give them uh, pills and get them addicted yeah. to these things. Like, it's a more uh, natural way for them to get the recovery and do their thing that I think is less harmful to their body than, than everything else. And, and it's she's a runner. She's not going to benefit from this. And if she's smoking a joint before she goes to run, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't see that really helping her. So it's yeah. like you gotta you kind of gotta you know be be a little more lax when it comes to stuff like especially this, especially something that's you know not illegal. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's you know it, it's new culture. It's you know back in the day you would never hear they'd be oh yeah disqualify her from everything. You know oh, yeah. it's just like put her put her under the jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it's like fuck it, just let her do her thing, dude. Let her come to fucking her 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 downtime and. Yes, she might, and you never know. She might even be smoking. Like, hey, I had a fucking shitty run. I need to get back into it. And I was watching, uh, I was listening to uh, uh, the show, and they're talking about running, and they're like, "How do you get mentally? Like, what do you think about?" And shit, I know when I would try to run, I'd be like, "Fuck, this sucks." Yeah. The first thing that comes to my mind, this is I don't even know how I'm gonna do fucking ten minutes, let alone an hour. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and these people are like, I gotta basically run, you know. Four sprints in, I got to beat this time, and I need to get, lay it all out there. Yeah. And you see them, they're like hella gas by the time they're done. It's like, let them do the thing. Let them relax. Yep. Shit, yep. I know working, you know, 13-hour shift, and you can agree to this too. You come home, sometimes you're just like, I need a drink. Yeah. I need some food. Yep. You know, shit, I'm going to grab a fucking and go smoke a bowl real quick and yep. do my little chew, take my pen, whatever it is, and yeah. just kind of come back and relax. It doesn't hurt anybody. No. It's not like she's walking around promoting, you know, fucking... Uh, Ace's fucking yeah weed shop order now. But you know what's what? That's another thing that pisses me off is is now as long as they could tax it and you know put their own little stamp on it, regulated to a certain extent, it's yes. it's being sold everywhere. Yep, it's being advertised. I saw some shit on TV the other day. Mood order weed online. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, it might be CBD products, right? But you're not clearly stating that in the commercial. And for a child who's looking at it, they're like, oh shit, mood. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now I can if, get in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> if we could if we could order online like we're getting a pizza, if we can go to the corner <laughs> shop and grab you know what I mean? Like I want cheese, yeah. extra cheese, mushrooms, yeah. and, and extra pepperoni, and then that, that little little dab of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and the special oregano. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Let, let the, extra honey oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I want the crust to be, you know, layered with, with wax and you know, like just 
Can I get that, that with the hashish, please? Yes, please. <laughs> the hashish browns oh <laughs> with breakfast. That's hella funny. So, I mean, let, let this lady do what she's got to do. And I'm so happy that now everything's kind of turned full circle. And now she's getting these endorsements. And now, you know, they're pumping her up the way that she should be for what she's doing and what she's adding to the well, game. Well, she killed it in, in these, in the, in made heads turn in the, the athlete championship in Hungary, man. She killed it this year. So, Yes, she earned $20 million with Nike, and I'm pretty sure everyone's like, it should be $100 million. And I was reading some of the quotes when they, they posted on Instagram, and somebody was like, she beat Jamaican track team. That yeah. was like the Avengers beating Thanos. Exactly. Like, that's what, a dominant, you know, force in yeah. the sport, and she comes over and does it with her with her hair and her lashes and her nails, and you're like... Looking all fucking pretty. Yeah, like, yeah. like come on, man. That, that's that's uh, that's inspiring Pinnacle for everybody, fashion. right? Hell yeah, dude. I mean, think about it. That's what everyone wants to look. I can beat them, and I look really good. Yeah. On top of that, I'm ready for my pictures. Yeah. Look at the way that stuff has changed. Remember the old stigma around, like, the WNBA? It was like, oh, look at these girls. Now, you know, they're sideline reporters and, you know, the fashionistas. They got all yep. this other stuff that's wrapped around them, and it's not so much, like alienating them it's letting them be who they are yeah showcasing their talents and still you know doing their thing so i, I just think people gotta uh, chill out man let this lady do do what she does and do it at a high level man i agree agree well so, good peeper i'm glad she, she's doing her thing you know killing it with nike and hopefully she does more deals with them and keeps that moving yep yep uh there's been you know end of the year more lists uh rappers doing things at a top level this is uh strictly the mind of one man he does a podcast with elliot wilson uh, B dot B dot Miller, Elliot Wilson is um, old school editor of the Source. Like yep. when you think about uh, hip hop journalism, he's top tier, no doubt. You know uh, Elliot Wilson being the same breath as a Sway Calloway, as you know, uh, just the just the ones who who blow the top off off of the uh, genre and really know what they're talking about. B dot he put out his list. We have it here for you. Um, let's see here. You want a one to eight or eight to one? Or sorry, ten to one or one to eight? One to ten. Start at start at ten. I only got eight over here, so so uh So we got Nas at ten. Okay, let's talk about it. Nas on this incredible run he's been on with uh Hit Boy. Yep. Six projects in the past, I think two, two and a half years, right? Two Magic uh, Three is a great album too. Yep, yep. He's got the Magic series one through three, the yep. King's Disease series one through three. Um Definitely deserving of, of being on the list for at his age, still putting out this much yep. at that high of a clip. Well, well, do you agree with the 10th spot? What do no. you think? Okay. No. <laughs> I, 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 I Top three, easily. Okay. Easily. When you compare it to number nine, Larry uh, Larry June. Larry June's doing the thing. Yeah. Like, I listen to his music, his smoothies in 91. Fucking awesome. Yeah. But he's got that, like, 90s hip-hop vibe to him. Like, yeah. that's, his, that's his style. Like, you listen to all his songs, you're like, okay, just chilling. Like, you're just yeah. fucking... Rolling up a fat one, just fucking, or grabbing a forty and chilling, dude. It's it's great vibes, good music, yeah. definitely. But I definitely see him above that. I was wondering why everybody, and, and I'm a Larry Drew fan as well, and especially you know us doing this podcast from Northern California, we would be, you know, kind of shunned if we didn't show love. Yeah. But lyricists of the year, like I've, I've heard his album, the one with Alchemist, and even you know, a lot of people saying, oh, this could be you know one of the best albums of the year. For me, it's like we had an off year for one. Yeah. And for two, I, I don't know, man. Like it, it's, it, it's almost monotone, man. Yeah, it, it really, it's like just like you hear. If you look at compare it to like, this goes. It, oh fuck! You compare it to twenty one, not even twenty one seven. You compare it to like Gucci Mane. Yeah, I mean, you think about that. That, that dude's everywhere, and I, you know, I have different songs that we can talk about. But Gucci Mane, he's 
fuck. I mean, come on. You can name any of the songs and they have over, you know, 20,000, 70,000 views. Yeah. Or listens to you on, on Spotify. So it's like Gucci Mane's always going to be top five. Yeah. For me. Um, you go into like after after Larry June, you know, and you say, okay, where does he fit? I think number nine is a good solid number for him. Okay. Like, I think it's solid for him. Like he definitely represents, he has great lyrics, great, great style. But I want to see a little bit of variety because you have, like, like I said, you have the Gucci Mane's. Even the, the Conway the Machine, you ha- you hear different tones yeah. from him, you know. Oh Conway, man, I, I gotta clap it up for my guy, man. I'm a huge Griselda fan. Yeah. Um, of the three main Griselda artists, I think he's the one to, who, to me, stands out the most because his desire to be one of the best ever. Yeah, and you hear it when in his lyrics, like '94 Ghost Shit," yeah. like totally just takes you by surprise, and then he goes into Scatterbrain. You're like, okay, fucking, yeah. this guy's on it, like. Two different stories, two different sounds. Like mm-hmm. it just, it just feels good, and that's for me what what a good a rapper is. If you can sing like your same style, good. That's good for you. Yeah. We'll listen to you later. But like someone like Conway, you're like, holy shit! All over what's the place. Next? Yeah. All over. Did the boom bap type style stuff with uh, Busta Rhymes and I think yeah. Big Daddy Kane and perhaps I, I'm not sure if that was exactly who it was, but uh, maybe Cool G Rap. Cool G Rap sounds Coogee about right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like, he, he's all over the place, and, and you could tell that he really, like, cares, man. So, for me, Conway definitely deserves to be on there. The guy put out, I counted recently, I think it was, like, nine projects yep. just this year alone. And some of them you wouldn't even be able to find. Some of them were mixtapes that weren't even credited to it. So, it could be double-digit projects this year, yeah. and and they've all just had something different. Yeah. You know I mean, definitely love it. I agree. So, I, you know, when it comes to Conway, I think he's definitely above 21 Savage. I mean... Uh, Jimmy Cooks is is a good good one from him. Yeah, but I mean, what throws me off is like the whole Call of Duty, you know, Call Me Revenge, <laughs> Call of Duty, aka the Call of Duty song. I mean, it, yeah. it's great, but like, I don't think it's 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 above you know an eight or a nine. I don't. I just don't. You know, and, I, and I'm a I'm a casual fan of Twenty One Savage. I really like of the new kind of breed of of artists. I feel like he's yeah. he's dope at doing dope stuff simple yeah and it's not like over you know you don't have to super analyze or overly think but he's also you know you got he garners the respect of some of the top in the game oh absolutely you know the j cole uh a collaboration to me was a standout you know that sample and for him to rap over those things and still make it like obviously cole is gonna you know be head and shoulders above what he did lyrically yeah but he holds his own not only there but with nas yeah. One gun, one mic, you know yep. what I mean? They collaborate after, you know, a back and forth kind of on the internet or whatever. Like, yep. a miscommunication that could have went left instead turns to a collaboration and just sounds right. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, number number six, Gucci Man. Gucci Man, yep. Uh, again, I think Gucci's is, is that's a good good five or six for him is, is really great. I mean, he's all he's been all over the board. And when you throw him with Bruno Mars, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like you got you got something that's gonna be just like it's gonna have that 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 hook. It's mm-hmm. gonna get you going, and then he's just gonna rap all over it. Somebody like 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 you said like um, fuck, you just said his name. I can't believe uh, uh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, yeah. So crisp, so clean. Everything's so pristine, so precise. And yeah. then you get Gucci, who just comes on, and everything's just Gucci. Yep. You know what I mean? It's yep. like that blend. You wouldn't expect it to work so well, but when it did, you're like, oh, both these guys just you know took it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, super so, sick. Super good for him. Uh, number five, you have Killer Mike. So, Killer Mike for me, dude, his his song "Ooh La La." Yeah, run the start, jewels. If you started at one minute, it's clutch. Like, okay, what what they say in that? I mean, obviously, culinary wise, it it reaches out to me a lot. But even when he flows out of like the food and goes into like 
the old dirty bastard part of it. It's just it's clean, dude. It's it's super dope. Yeah, I want to I want to actually do that, man. Let's uh, let's look at it. Uh, and then his latest run is really smooth, like super clean. It's got like this like like reggae kind of vibe to it. But I love the uh, the new album, man. It's one of my probably to me the best album of, of this year in a short list to pull from. But I mean. And the pussy feet still fuck the wall. I'm a dog, I'm a dirty dog. Ha 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 ha. Oh, dirty bastard, go in your jaw. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Got to send me in the hemi. Go and gimme, gimme, y'all. Pugilistic, my linguistics are they ruling back to exactly what I'm saying. The shit he says is pretty good, too. But good, good shit, man. And then that group, man, they're they're so sick. Yeah. Him and LP, man, it's just like. They're getting it. Yeah, I definitely, definitely think that's. Yeah, I left him at five. I think five is a good spot for him. I'm not mad at that, man. Not at all. Not at all. Then you got Benny the Butcher. Butcher coming. Oh, good one. Uh, One foot, one foot in. Gets you going, man. That's that's such a good song. Like the the beat starts off fucking dope. I like. uh, I definitely like like Benny, man. He's he's uh, probably the most digestible of the three Griselda artists. You know, the main three. Like his his style is so much more. Universal, like Conway is not for everybody, but if you listen to what this guy's saying, he's gonna win you over. West yep. Side Gun, an acquired <laughs> taste, bro. But that Definitely. guy is like the ghost, ghost face killer right now to me. Like with his style, it's just so like I agree with that a thousand. You know what I mean, like yep. fashion, and I'm gonna be so fly. I don't need to go over. And he's a curator of fucking dope ass albums. Yep, like everything that he does, he's like I don't need to be the the, the highlight here. Yep, I'm gonna go grab you know. Tyler the Creator and put him on this song with me and Joey Badass and we're gonna make this shit art and yep. you know everyone's gonna come in and do their own thing. So I mean, with Benny, I think he's got the uh, the highest ceiling as far as what everybody's gonna be able to digest and gravitate towards. Okay, but um, this album, man, this Def Jam debut was supposed to be you know coming and you know people kind of held him to the fire. Why hasn't it come out? He's like, cause it hasn't. You know what I mean? I didn't put it out. But 2024, I guess we're gonna get this new. That's gonna be sick. Def Jam debut. Definitely on fucking repeat everywhere. I'm, oh, yeah, definitely. Well, what do you think? Uh, I see you have Johnny P's caddy here down as well. Yeah, the, that's another clean one, yep. Him and uh, him and Cole, man. Yep. Cole left Earth on that feature, bro. Like, it, he's he's going insane on this feature run. It's a uh, little Wayne-esque to me. You remember the, the old Wayne run old of Wayne, features? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, kill, but Benny, Benny's definitely deserving I to le- be on I, the list. I left him on four. Okay. Definitely left him on four. So Lotto, that one, that one threw me for a little bit of a loop because I went through and started listening to all the songs. Yeah, and the only one that really resonated was was uh, put it on the floor. Okay, where you actually hear some like really good, you know, pen to pad. Yeah, and other stuff is just poppy and hooks. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. I followed her from the beginning, man. The rap game, yeah, the, the old show with Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, that yeah. was the first season. She was the first ever winner of it, and to me, like that whole entire season was just to showcase her. Like, she might have been top tier, like, head and shoulders above everybody else in the show. Yeah. And to me, what kind of uh, struck me the wrong way is she was so dope. And then the next time you see her, you know, the body's done. It's all hypersexualized. And I'm like, man. They like, could have just left it. Like, what happened to, like, just the old school, you know. Just, MC Light. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Like, shit yes. like that. Like, you don't have to. You were just dope. Like, I why? I rock the party who rocks. Yeah. Like, I rock the body that rocks the party. Hell and, yeah. And, you know, and had dudes that was feeling MC Light. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, she didn't have to go over the top. Like, to me, it was just, it was just a, 
it was, it was disappointing to see that portion of it. But when you talk about the ladies right now who are rapping and, and giving, you know, that full on look, I feel like uh, she's definitely up there with, with lyrical ability. This last couple albums, like you said, it was a pop, like a turn to go more poppy. Yeah. But I, I think that's just the way the game is right now, if you want to. Yeah, like with the old TikTok 30-second scene, mm-hmm. you know, let's make a quick video dance with it. So, you know, I definitely wouldn't take her off the list, but I definitely would put her down lower. But, well, you know, yeah, in between, like, the 10 and the 9, in between, like, uh, below, you know, Larry June and, and kind of yeah. that category, even gotcha. 8 and 9 and 10. So then you got Little Wayne. I mean, I love Little Wayne. Yeah. Um, But I definitely think that, that when it comes to little Wayne, little Wayne, that he is, that Nas takes over that, yeah, lyrically. Yeah. No, no, so, no doubt. I think that Little Wayne is. I mean, that that shit he did with Tiger and just like you hear his lyrics on that's pretty clean, and just his his relevance and stuff is just it's there. Yeah, but I definitely think it's a strong three. I just don't know why he's there at this time. Yeah, like what what was put out? What what have we got recently? You know, from the guy that I mean the. The Kali Grove two album that he put out recently with with uh, with two chains yeah that that was dope to me. They have a song called uh, Oprah and Gale yeah featuring Benny the Butcher. That yeah. song to me is is hard, um, but I don't know. I don't know. You know, for this year, if I mean, if, if has it just been that slow of a year that we're just gonna throw all these so. names in there? I, I absolutely, think it was that slow of a year. Yeah, you don't see anything like I mean, even like end of nineteen, beginning of twenty, right before COVID, like you started seeing you know newer rappers. And I think kind of hopefully we'll start seeing that coming into twenty four. Yeah, with some like you know something new and fresh. But yeah, I, I mean, again, Lil Wayne definitely deserves to be on, on that list. But again, I don't think it's in the top three. Yeah, I, I just don't. I just don't think there's been enough uh, volume wise. Yeah, to to warrant that. I agree. And coming in number one, you got J Cole. Oh man, can't say enough about that guy. Yeah, keeping the damn, keeping the, the the art form alive to me, man. Driving the culture at all times. The things that he does, uh, the collaborations that he chooses recently, everywhere from uh, Gucci Mane to uh, to the Little Yachty song. Yeah, yeah. Never yep. in my life would I think that I'd be, you know, going back and, and hitting repeat on a little Yachty song. No disrespect <laughs> to little Yachty, right? But it's just not something you think of because you know you hear when you hear lyrics and you're thinking about a good song, and then you hear this, you're like, okay. yeah. But then he comes on and it's like it's not even his most intricate verse. Yeah. But everything that he's saying just cuts like a knife, man. You're like, all right, man, this guy is uh, is definitely doing his thing again. He hasn't released an album this year, but. The feature run that he was on, it just every time you hear him with somebody, he re solidifies his spot, you know, up, up top. I mean, just the amount of listens he has on, on Spotify is insane. Oh, man, my kids alone. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like when they got their little Bluetooth speaker going, I'm like, yeah. oh, I know I'm going to get the J. Cole, Kanye, like, like set right now. Yep. Like that. And Tyler, the creator, they'll throw first, in there. You first know person I mean? shooters, always going to be playing. Oh, too. man, I'm telling you. <laughs> And Drake, uh, I got a lot to say about that collaboration, man. I think Drake knew to go a different route. Yeah. You didn't want to get lyrical with, with Cole because it was going to expose you. No, he has to sing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's go like, do got, something else. He's like, I, I hate to say, he's got, I got to get pretty with this one. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Pauline, Nadine, you know what I mean? Like, Sardine. I'm like, okay, I, I see you're definitely ducking yeah. the smoke, bro. Like, you're ducking. And then, and then he's like... Who's who's the best? Me or Cole? And then Cole made sure to put Kendrick's name in there when he came immediately back. Yep. On that verse, like it was something that stuck out to me. Like he's like, no, don't try to get me involved in your guys' <laughs> bullshit. It's the it's the three of us, right? Yep. But he said, you know, not the one or the two, but the UNO, right? So yep. now he's 
stepping out and he's and he's taking his place and he's like, man, it's no more humble brag. <laughs> like we're just gonna come through and say it. Yeah. Like you could tell here, this guy's talking about pickets to what? Like shut that shit up, bro. Yep. Rap with this guy. Yeah. And and he he hasn't done it yet, so we'll see. That's crazy, but yeah, that's that's the list. Yeah. Be not doing it. I think he came in pretty close, but again, I think with our recommendations, it'd be a little bit tighter. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of people who probably you know uh, deserve to be on there as well. Uh, I, I put Roddy Rich at number nine, just to be honest with you. Okay, you gotta you gotta fill me in, man. I know that that first album was was uh, took everybody by storm. Yeah. The second album, I know that he kind of got you know caught some flack for it. People were more so like, all right, you know that may not have been it. For me, I off the first album and just the run that he had initially. When I was talking to like my brother and them, I'm like, hey man. This guy might be the one to watch in the, in the upcoming, you know, few years from now. He yeah. might be, you know, one of those guys. And they were more so on, like, the little baby hype. And yeah, I think as he does more, I mean, as you start, I mean, because you think about it, last album, what, 2019? Yeah. So I think once he kind of gets in there and starts putting out some more stuff, again, hopefully we start seeing something good. Yeah. I think he's got it. I mean, because you put on the box and just, yeah. again, if he put it out this year, it would probably, like, just take off to the roof. Yeah. It'd be again. What was that? TikTok. Other, what was the other one that you sent me? That the uh, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, <laughs> dude. We know that you. Yeah, that oh was shit would go off like insane. I don't. I don't even doubt that it will come back. The kids always gravitate towards something that's old anyway, and it goes and gets hot again. But I agree. Man, yeah. If you would have came out during Maybe Kanye, would do something with Soldier Boy. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see, man. Uh, Kanye. Yeah, he. People are waiting on that album. I've been telling people, don't hold your breath. You know what I mean? You're gonna get you're gonna get disappointed. But uh, have you seen? And this is kind of off topic, but not the whole transformation from Fat Joe. Yeah. To like Little Joe. Yeah. <laughs> little. Yeah. You see the picture Jada put out today, and no. everybody was kind of like saying the selfie of the Jada put out today looked like looked like Fat Joe. Like she's like skin bald head. She's wearing this like sweatsuit outfit, and everybody's like. <laughs> Oh shit! Look at Jada Joe. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh he, man. So he started trending again, and I'm like, man. And then his whole rebrand, bro, to me is dope. It, it definitely is. Yeah. Jopra, you know what I mean? The biggest show. You know what I mean? He's on Instagram now, just going crazy. Um, saw him recently. Which is, it's great because he totally just sat backseat driver. You know, just let it drive and go do his thing. You know, and he just he's coming back hard. So hopefully, we see something from him. No, I can't wait. Well, too. I can't wait, man. The dude's the dude's dope. I saw him on on his. Uh, on his press run at one point, he was, they were talking about the young thug lyrics and how, you know, all these things are being held up in court. Yeah. He's like, I lied in all my raps. <laughs> and, and anybody who knows this story is like, I don't think you did, bro. But he's like, yeah, they call me Joe crack. Cause my pants were small and I used to be able to see my butt when I got up and we're like, I don't think that's what it was, Joe. You know what I mean? But Hey, uh, if that's, if that's the story you're telling, I'm rocking with it, man. Stay out of jail and stay getting money. It, it, it stay smart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's the route. Everybody's got to go now. Like, man, it's all capping my rap. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. It's all, it's all featuring the front, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's insane, bro. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to this year. Cause I think the music has no choice, but to bounce back. It has to, it has to. I think right now it, it just, it was a, the regen from, you know, that, that void we had, Yeah. you know, and you think about it, it was a two year void, man. It, it really hit us hard. 2020 stopped and then the whole world kind of just froze. Yeah. And it took a minute for everyone to regenerate and kind of start doing some more stuff. And the shit they had was probably irrelevant. So they're like, okay, I can't talk about this shit. I can't talk about wearing a mask. Cause yeah, you know, got to start this over. You know, we got to do something different. So hopefully we see some pretty dope this year. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, I think an honorable mention I'd put on that list. I'll have to, you know, I was going through the music as I usually do. Whenever a new drop comes out on yeah. Friday, I just add everything to a playlist. 
That Nicki Minaj album wasn't too bad, man. Oh, I have to check that one and out. And I'm not a Nicki fan, but I had to play it just to get you know uh, my bearings on it. And the Pink uh, Pink Friday too, I believe is what it's called. Um, she's got a little something for everybody on it. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not. That's a, what makes you a good a good lyricist, rapper, artist yeah. when you have when everyone can bop to it. Yeah, and she's got it all, man. From from the lyrical song, she's got a cold feature on there where I think he, like usual, you know, exceeds what the other person's doing. Yeah, but um, the little Uzi Vert collaboration that's gonna be all over the fucking place to everybody. Not not the uh, uh, Backstreet Boy sample, but the other one. The everybody, don't 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 Yeah, she's got something like that. That shit's gonna be springtime, summertime anthem. So yeah, that that's a whole like, what was it? What fucking movie was it where this is the end? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Backstreet's back. All right, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, she's she's about to she's about to go crazy again. So uh, 2024, I think there's a lot of Good people who need to drop. Man, I want to see more Cole. His album, The Fall Off, is supposed to come soon at some point. I would like to see Kendrick Lamar get more active, man. Yes, like Kendrick needs to drop something hot. It's always a, a long gap in between his projects. The last one was so cinematic; it was like a play to me, like an yeah. audio play. I, I want to hear. You know, that type of substance mixed with uh, some different type of styles and okay. see him get feature heavy. He's doing his thing on his own now for the first time. PG Lang, his new his new venture, his, his own like label aside from TDE. So uh, we'll see, man. I'm just looking forward to 2020 forward, man, and new music and, and uh, new endeavors for all these people. I agree. Just, just to see what happens. Yep. Speaking of new endeavors, I don't know if you heard of the latest with Death Row Records, what they did. Oh. Again, Snoop Doggy Dog, man, doing his thing over here. Signed a fucking mariachi band. I love it. I seen First that shit. First time ever. You got his name is Julian Torres in the um, mariachi Senzonet. Okay. Uh, great. T- they they've done things at Dodger Stadium. Sick. They've done all star all star games. They do shit at Downtown Disney. So they're like L A staples. Yeah, Hollywood Bowl. They do shit there. Cool. And then the biggest one is uh, him and his band did the Kobe Kobe uh, Memorial. Oh, when sick. they just did out the whole everything outside. Uh, the, it was a Staples Center, right? Yeah. And they they had it out there. He was out there singing. It was like you see the heartfelt fucking shit that they do. So it was really cool to see that and to see that co- collaboration. And I mean, this guy. Uh, uh, Julian Torres is just through the through the roof. Like he can't believe it. This shit's happening. So, yeah. Shout out to to Snoop Dogg for killing it again. All at all times, that man. Dude just fucking every corner. He's he's calling his shot, dude. I need, I need to see them in Paris with him at the at the Olympics, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? I know, right? Just come out of nowhere. Yeah. This, this, is, this is this is my this is my band. Yeah. If if I'm gonna do the show, I'm bringing all of Death Row. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly, and they'd be the right? first ones to come out. Yeah. That'd be sick. Oh, man. just imagine them playing fucking like a Dr. J beat. Oh, sh- <laughs> what's my mother? You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. yeah, it'll be so sick, man. I- I'm looking forward to, to everything that Snoop's got going on, bro, with, with just, you know, the the way that that ended, the death row run for him and, you know, all the stigma that was attached to that Dude, and I Shook mean, Knight. Yeah, the guy was, like, fucking scared to death, you know? Yeah. And just now to being like, fuck it, I'm not scared. I own this shit. Yep. That's fucking so, so great. So it proud is. of that guy. It is, man. I agree. 100% agree, man. Uh man, what what do you think, man? I mean, you you got a you got a song this week? I do actually. The shit we're on, man. I wanna. Uh, so I'm throwing it throwing it a little. It's what 2010, right? <laughs> Is this track from the I back think then? It's 2010. Okay, okay. Um, so it's uh, let's see here. I got it. Oldie but goodie, right? Oldie but goodie. I was listening. I was just again just hitting up my Spotify and, and just loading it up with some good tracks. Um. I was gonna do uh, 
Black Thought was my first one that I was going to go to. I'm going to say that for next week, though. Let's do it. So this one is... Um, yeah, the big crit joint, The right? big crit joint. Yeah, that's with Luda and uh, Bun B. So this is why I did this thing. So I was like, you know, this is, it's, it's, uh, it just had a bunch of memories for me. It just sounds fucking super sick. Um, where the hell did I put it? Oh, that country shit. Yeah. The remix. So, uh, big crit, uh, Ludacris, Bun B. This is my pick for this week. All right, this is what we on, man. Let's go. Very fucking unprofessional. Unprofessional as fuck podcast. You ready? Let me tell you about these old school Chevys, Cadillacs, SS Impalas. If you smoking, then we got more sacks than Troy Palomalo. Your partners want some coders. My partners want some keys. In Atlanta, we get that paper. Can you hate us? Say cheese. 10,000 wide amps. 615 inch kickers. My trunk bumping like an injected ass. Shots like a stripper. No insurance on these whips. Tags all out. Dated. I might not be shit to you, but my mama thinks I'm in it. We gon' ball till we fall. Or this conjugate us wasted. And I never drink that white. All my women think I'm racist on that brown with a twist. Tell these hoes to reminisce that my name is Ludacris. And I'm like, bitch. Let me tell you about this super fly. I'm wrong. 
flow, nigga. Talk down, get bust in your jaw, nigga. Like I'm your pal, go run, tell your mouth, nigga. No flow, nigga, one hundred percent old school, no glass, I'm some under the tent. Ask anybody here who running this shit, but it's big boy, bitch. Let Oh yeah, that's definitely one for the New Year's playlist, right? Right, throw it on there, something different. Hell yeah, I like it, I like it, man. Uh, Always been a big fan of Big Crit, man. Luda, Bun B, that's definitely a solid track, man. We were talking about Kanye, old Kanye, new Kanye. We were talking about Harlem. Yep. I went to a Harlem guy who uh, did a lot of collaborations with Kanye. This is off the Purple Haze original album, Cameron, Kanye West, Selena Johnson, Down and Out. Very fucking unprofessional. Killer, baby, Kanye, this that 1970s hair on flow, huh? Yeah, I hear people talking about who high, who not. Man, they don't know we finna kill the game this year. Killer, yeah, come on. Street mergers, I legislated the nerve. I never hated on murders, premeditated, absurd. I hesitated, observed. Cock is praying, hit you from a block away. Drinking sake on the Suzuki, we in Osaka Bay. Playing soccer, stupid, stay in the suckers place. Fuck your ace, take your girl, fuck her face She dealing with killer, so you love her taste She swallowing with killer, cause she love the taste I got bored up with crooked, kitchen orders that I'm cooking But got caught up with the chooks and would've thought I went from Brooklyn It get boring just looking, feel like Bill Cosby Pouring in the pudding, now the dashboard is wetting From a hard tangled grammar, interior, inferior, star-spangled banner Card games, bananas, mom, men, and tanners Guns everywhere like, like the, the car they trying to say he I hear niggas saying he But I flow is the truest The games and the nooses Our girls the models They coochies the juices Yeah, they say he Yeah, they say he Cause I'm back on my grind Money back on my mind Yeah, killer cam The world is mine Straight up like Simon says Open vagina, put your legs behind your head Got me ear ones, hun, lime and red You got pets, me too, mines are dead Dog, box, minks, gators, that's necessary Accessories, my closet's pet cemetery I get approached by animal activists I live in the zoo, I run scandal with savages All my niggas get together to gather loot Bodyguard for what dog I rather shoot I go to war, old Tim, batted boots, hand grenade, goggle, and a parachute. Y'all don't even know the name of my flip. It was touch me, tease me when case with the shit. You don't know about the cases I get. Court case, briefcase, suitcase, cases of Chris Ow. They trying to say he My bitch is pure thick, play razor tag, slice your face, you're it. It's I who come by, drive through, Gator told Maury, three quarters, sky blue. Look at mommy, eyes blue, five two. I approached 
the high boo, high you Pony skin Louie, oh you fly too You a stewardess, good ma, I fly too Now a nigga got bacon to bake Harlem shake, nah, I'm in Harlem shaking the weight Shaking the bait, shaking the chase Kill you, shoot the funeral up That Harlem shake it your way This your picture though, you still taped in the lake I'm laughing, you couldn't wait to escape But anyone who owes you though I had to load the foe I hope a nigga heard when I said I told you so Camera, Kanye West, down and out, purple haze. That was my shit, man. <laughs> oh, man, let me see, let me see. 2024, first show, man. Solid. Definitely fucking with it. Can't wait for the next one, man. Uh, what do you think? Well, we got we to gotta start coming up with certain segments, man. What's, what's some suggestions of yours you got, you know what I mean, for... Uh, for future shows You know I think I just gotta lay some stuff down man, To be honest with you I'm with it out. I, I think we did a pretty darn good show this time Yeah A little more flow to it Yeah yeah Definitely feeling it so We just gotta keep it going Get it tight I'm uh I'm thinking you know I wanted to do this in the past Never really got around to it But doing you know Certain bonus shows Where we focus in on the artist or a producer and just you know kind of do like a biography of our own of them i love that yeah, yeah. hell yeah so i mean whether we put our suggestions into a hat shake it up and randomly pick one out and then do our research on it and come back with some i think that's, that's something cool sick. yeah um i think we do like a producer show yeah you know like uh, uh hip-hop do like the heiress too so we can kind of yeah. get there yeah i think it's pretty sick dude definitely sure. definitely um we gotta make it all happen man can't wait looking forward to it 2024 is upon us man uh, so much to do right got a clean slate yeah see what this year has going on man can't wait to see what, what what comes about man pete as always brother thank you for coming through man my pleasure dude. thank you for having me brother yes sir yes sir uh man so next time thank you everyone for tapping in for tuning in can't wait to bring y'all more heat so next time, find what makes you happy and return the favor. We gonna holler at y'all later. Alright.